What's up, JFW family? Welcome back to the Channel 23 podcast. The purpose of this podcast is to reach out and touch the fleet, to engage and inform everyone with all things JFW. Welcome back, Jim, Brother Dave, and Super Dave. Morning. 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 Welcome back, everybody. And a big welcome to Lauren Nahara. Good morning. Morning, Lauren. Thanks for joining us, Lauren. If you don't know who Lauren is, this is uh, Paco's wife. She has blessed us with her presence today. So it should be a good podcast. What what truck does Paco drive? Number? 28. 28, really? Yeah. Yeah, I can't keep track of it since yeah. he switched out of the Freightliner. Yeah, that sounds yeah. weird. Yeah, right? It is weird. It's not only Paco. It's everybody that switched here. Right. You know, yeah. like James isn't in 001 anymore. Yeah. Holy cow. Yeah. I'll just tell you guys, that was a little bit of a... A loss for us. <laughs> I felt it at home. <laughs> what, that he wasn't in his old truck anymore? Yes, he's supposed to be 0071. That's it. Uh, that's that's funny. funny. Was he crying? I think I was crying more. <laughs> felt like I lost a child. <laughs> that's funny. We used to feel that way, Lauren, about the trucks long, long time ago. Like... Like, Dave can probably attest to that. Like, you get rid of 0012 or 006, you're like, oh, what happened to that truck, you know? Oh, oh yeah. You know, it's it's so emotional. Like, Big Red, you know? And you, you trade it in or you sell it. But now it's like, oh, that one's gone. We got to get a new one in here. You just got to step up your game and <laughs> it, do it faster and better. And Jim, I almost couldn't handle it when I would see the old 009 out on the road. And I'm not <laughs> right? driving it. It's not a JFW truck anymore. I'm like, what? Right. right. It's yeah. not right. Speaking yeah. of 009, anytime I think of David uh, Garcia, I think he's in 009. Yeah. 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 Every yeah, single agreed. time. So, all right, let's kick off the Pledge of Allegiance. I pledge allegiance to, to the, the flag of the United, United States of America and, and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. As a reminder, anything you hear in this podcast is not JFW or Paco's opinion. <laughs> Paco's it's, just, opinion. <laughs> it's just the four men and Lauren's opinion. <laughs> Perfect. So, uh, episode 51 did really well. We had 445 downloads. Nice. Thank yeah. you, Clint. Yep. And uh, we're at 17,956 total downloads with 141 followers. Wow, after, I know it's over a year, but after 52 weeks, yep. that's cool. Well, this is episode 52. Right. So, yeah, Happy exactly. anniversary. We did have a cool comment. said, um, another great meeting of the minds, Kathy from Forest Hill, Louisiana. If you don't know who Kathy is, that's Kathy, Kathy Smith, and that is... Uh, Freddie's mom? Freddie's mom. Nice. Yep. Freddie used to be uh, pretty popular on this podcast. We used to talk about Freddie all the time, but he was a lot more interactive we don't hear from him no more, so we don't talk about him anymore. <laughs> what? Yeah. What happened to you, Freddie? If we you're miss listening, you, Freddie. Freddie. Yeah. Call, calling you out, Fred. Let's get your life together. <laughs> All right. It's time for the dad joke challenge. Lauren, did you bring a dad joke or a I mama did. joke? We're going to start off with you. My dad has schizophrenia. Uh oh. He's good people's. <laughs> <laughs> that's great good delivery too that is, that is <laughs> that's good awesome. people yeah that's funny that's awesome we also have elijah in the studio elijah right this family right here oh yeah right good stuff so i'm kind of sticking with the season there talking about halloween and stuff and looks like we might get a little snow tonight and tomorrow or tomorrow you know rain snow mix so yeah. um <clears throat> what happens to a snowman 
when he throws a tantrum. Oh, I thought this was a snowball's he joke. He balls. <laughs> Man, you guys, it's a total meltdown. Uh, pretty good, Jim. That's a pretty good one. I like yeah. it. Good job. Well, I'm going to follow up here with a twist on the dad joke because this is an older dad joke. And what I mean by that is you have older children, right? So a young man goes into a drugstore to buy condoms. The pharmacist asks how many. Well, he said, I've been seeing this girl for a while now and she's really hot. I think tonight's the night. We're having dinner with her parents, and then we're going out, and I've got a feeling I'm going to get lucky after that. So I guess, can I get 10? Later that evening, he sits down to dinner with his girlfriend and her parents. He asks if he might give the blessing, and they agree. He begins to pray, but continues praying for several minutes. The girl leans over to him and says, You never told me you were such a religious person. He leans back over to her and replies, You never told me your dad was a pharmacist. (laughs) 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 So, what do you got? Well, I'm I'm using one of my sources for this one. Andy, he's he's a jokester. He, He hits me up almost every week. But a dad died due to us not being able to remember his blood type. As he was dying, he kept insisting that we be positive. <laughs> but it's hard to do that without him. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, oh, man. Well, <clears throat> I got another hunt joke for you guys. It's only a couple weeks away now for me. So two hunters went moose hunting every winter without success. Finally, they came up with a foolproof plan. They got a very authentic cow moose costume and learned the mating call of a cow moose. The plan was to hide in a costume, lure in the bull, then come out of the costume and shoot the bull. They set themselves up on the edge of a clearing, donned their costume, and began to give the moose love call. Before long, their call was answered as a bull came crashing out of the forest and into the clearing. When the bull was close enough, the guy in the front said, Okay, let's get out and get him. After a moment that seemed like an eternity, the guy in the back shouted, The zipper stuck. What are we going to do? The guy in the front says, well, I don't know how about you, but I'm going to start nibbling grass. <laughs> oh, picture in that one. It was not good. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Hey, so last week we attempted to give away $200, but we only gave away $100. The reason we only gave away $100 is because the second winner must not listen to the podcast. Oh. So David Gayton. Somebody might tell you you had a chance to win a hundred dollars last week, but you you didn't fault you didn't come through. That's like a full hundred dollars cash, like green, like free money, free, free money, free one zero zero in your wallet, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Didn't that's, have to do anything, right? Right. Yeah. But listen, yeah, right. Just just had to listen. So that's, the 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 third winner, right? Or the this week, the third winner. We're going to add that one hundred dollars. Absolutely, yeah. and yeah. when they get a chance, they can thank David. <clears throat> that's it, right? Do you want to announce winner number one, Jim? Sure. Amber, Amber sure. usually does this, but yep. she had to go to yard twenty-three. So. Yep. Yep. So the the first of three winners on the podcast for this week is just, just the driver's license number, right? Right. Just the yeah. driver's yeah. license number, yeah. right? right? <laughs> Not Did the I name. Just the last four digits. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I was just well, you waiting. I was going to read the name, right? Only only because that's what I would do. That's been my morning, though. So, yeah, I I get it. And the winner is Jack (laughs) (laughs) O'Lantern. 
Who's that? What truck does he drive? <laughs> um, all right. So the first winner, driver's license ending in 0914. 0914 is the first winner. All right. All right. Moving on. New employees. We have no new employees this week, which to me is a good sign. Super Dave, where are we out on drivers? What's our plus number? Yeah, we. Uh, uh, I don't think we lost anybody last week, but we were holding steady at plus ten. All right. Oh, so, perfect. and I, I think that's where we were. You didn't ask me last week. I think it was the week before. But one thing I'd like to announce, and this is great news. Uh, Don Keller is coming back from his back injury um, the 7th. Nice. Yeah, so a week and a half. So he says he's feeling good, almost pain-free. So more more, uh, power to you, Don. I'm glad you're doing better. Yeah, can't wait to see you, Don. Was he included in that 10 number? Uh, Yes. Okay. Good deal. So I think last week when you when you said plus nine, I think we talked about. Okay, yeah, I couldn't not, remember if I said nine or ten. Yeah, then, yeah. nine, and I think. But, but I I do have two that are like probably going to hire on. So one one gentleman I actually talked to this week that I interviewed on Friday, kind of a sad note. He lost a sister over the weekend, so he's oh, not wow. making any like what a bummer any um, commitments sure. right now. So. Sure. That's but he amazing. loved everything we had to say, or I had to say about us here at JFW. So he's, yeah, we'll see. Very right. cool. Yeah, yeah. T- tough to lose a family member. I mean, yeah. I just yeah, when you're that's a bummer. Yeah, but being plus ten in this economy, a workforce, so just the struggles with businesses are having keeping people. We know a lot of other transportation companies that are not plus 10. They got trucks sitting and stuff like that. So appreciate everybody drinking the Kool-Aid, right? Must Absolutely. be doing something right. So Yeah, and I, I, I mean, I know we get to going and the, the, the podcasts get long here, but, you know, with that plus 10, I'd like to touch on, you know, the reason again, and we've talked about it, is that's because we have a pretty robust PTO program and we allow so many people off a day and the the extra people are to cover those days because we almost have what is it jam five, five, seven seven off every day we allow or we allow yeah we allow seven drivers off a but, day for the but, whole day and then we allow three early off slash in lates. <clears throat> it's been working out. I mean, uh, we haven't seen the safety directors jumping in trucks very much. I know. They do do it, you know. Kendrick and Scooby mainly been doing it, but yeah. it's been a lot less. But those are the days we have seven people out, and then five people call out. Yep. You know, and it's, it's and still, still Mondays and Fridays are our Mondays toughest and days, especially are the Mondays. Tough ones. Mondays are a call out day. Yeah, I'll tell I, you what. Go ahead, Sue. I just have to say, historically, it slows down at this time of year. We have the holidays coming. Yeah. They've got travel plans for Thanksgiving or Christmas. Um, people are focused on family right now more than a job search. They're going to sit right. tight for a little while, um, so they're really not quitting or or you know moving around as much as they are in the spring or summer. You know, it's been nice on Paycom. This is the first thing that I've really enjoyed is the blackout dates. Just blacking out that date has just been making the time off management a lot easier than having to <laughs> yeah. call people and tell them uh, you can't have that date. It's like blacked out and. People that really have something going on, they still give me a call, you know, and they're like, hey, I try to ask for time off, but it said it's blacked out. 
Sure yeah, did. I mean, it, sure did. You can't take that day <laughs> off. <laughs> it happened to me, Jam, right? I mean, oh, you yeah. know, and, and <laughs> you're, I, you're I, like, hey, I'm taking the day off. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say it that way. <laughs> no, but it, it was nice to see that, hey, that's blacked out. And right. I understood what was going on, you know, yeah. and like you said, just give you a call and, and discuss what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Yep. Yep. Celebrations, anniversaries, Mike Peterson. Is hitting 16 years or hit 16 years on the 23rd. Was that Sunday? I'm so bad with dates. Yes. I butcher yeah. this yes. every week. Yeah, Sunday. Yep. yep. Ray Davis is hitting three years on uh, the 29th, so that's coming up. What? Think Ray, Ray, Saturday. three years? Three years. That's crazy. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Seems like. And you, you read those, and it just blows me away. Yes. I know we just celebrated you, Dave, but, you know, Mike, man, and I'll say the same thing to Ray. Love you, buddy, but and love Mike, but... It's just 16 years. You spend that time with people and it goes by. And even Ray at three years, I'm just, I'm glad to have him here working and and have friends. You know, it's it's good stuff. Absolutely. We did a culture meeting this morning and uh, we were asking the guy I was training when and he was talking about the people that he rode with were all really friendly and helpful and Gerardo was his trainer and then he rode with uh, Tony Martinez, had some nice things to say about Tony. And he's like, and the third guy, he's like, he he was really great personality and really helpful as well. <laughs> I can't I can't remember his name. And we're like, do you remember the Chuck number? And he's like, no, but he had a lot of tattoos on his face. <laughs> we're like, oh, Ray oh, Ray. Oh, Ray, Ray. Ray. <laughs> yeah. It was almost in unison. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we, we chimed like, in. Oh, Ray Ray. <laughs> right. That was so funny. It's great. Uh, let's see. Birthdays. We got David Garcia's birthday is on the 28th. Happy birthday, David. And then family birthday celebrations. Liam Portillo turns two years old today, 30 days ago. And the reason. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, so the other day I'm out at the Fuel ILC surgery. I'm like, hey, your kid's having a birthday coming up, huh? Liam's turning two. And he's like, yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> and then he looks at me, he's like, did I put down the wrong date? I'm like, Depends when his birthday is. <laughs> so his birthday, I think, was September 26th. Yeah. And he put October. Wow. Wow. <laughs> yep. wow. So happy one, happy 13 month, no, 25th month birthday. Yeah. <laughs> Something like that. Again, how time flies. Yep. You know, it seemed like he was born just yesterday. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, no doubt. So I can say happy birthday, Liam, whenever it was. <laughs> yes. Yeah, right? right? Yep. <laughs> then uh, Amelia Contreras turns eight this Friday, and that is Amber's son. And she's a lot more responsible, so she knows his birthday. <laughs> his birthday. <laughs> <laughs> and then Adelina Ariola turns 12 this Saturday. And obviously that is Veronica and uh, Alonzo's daughter. Yeah, drew a blank there, so. Happy birthday, kids. Nice. Good stuff. Happy birthday, everybody. You know, I, I kind of want to back up just because, you know, two weeks ago we celebrated Dave's 30th there and on the anniversaries. And it's just so funny. We talk about how the time flies and stuff. But every day I sit around and laugh with these people when I see them. Right. You know what I mean? You're standing around just having a conversation. And obviously we're working and doing stuff. But it is so nice that you have that relationship where you just laugh you know, and it just it just feels good. Yeah. You know, Ray, he always comes in and has something that he has to say or something. He's like, <laughs> I just got to bug you, boss. I just got to bug you. Like, that's awesome, man. So, yeah. 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 Good stuff. Good stuff. Yep. <clears throat> yeah. And I, I not that I would have said something to you ahead of time, uh, Jam, but uh, 
I guess I can tell you one of my baby's birthdays is today. And oh. I, I was just like, wow, I, I need to write that down. So Allie's birthday is today, and hey. she's 27. Happy birthday, so, Allie. Yeah, so That's happy awesome. birthday, Allie. Make sure she's a avid listener, and I, I got to make sure I throw this in here. So make yeah. sure she knows that. You get $100 if you bring this up to your dad. <laughs> <laughs> Allie, if I say happy birthday to you, to you today on air does that mean like i don't have to text you right got it got it covered <laughs> i guess i better no. text just in case <laughs> it doesn't <laughs> that's not a get out of jail free card is it that's funny shout outs um a shout out and kind of a sad announcement but uh anybody who knew single stack he passed away so rest in peace single stack i know a lot of people called in or texted but robbie johnson was the one person wanted to make sure that we mentioned it on the podcast so you know, single stack will be missed, and you know, if you knew single stack, I'm sure you have some memories. Yeah, I don't don't want to dwell on that too long, but we have lost a lot of, you know, I, I like calling them family members, and we and we believe their family. You know, it might yeah. not be your brother and sister, but it's the trucking family, and the people we've lost are are they had a passion for trucking, loved trucks. You know, single stack loved trucks, and and stuff and and the, the brothers or sisters that we've lost and you know Robbie personally texted me and you know said I'm you know I don't work there anymore and and do you mind you know a shout out and uh, I, I'm hopefully he listens to the podcast or he heard about the shout outs from maybe Rick or something like that but you know even I, I know you might not work here anymore and and or if you're about to work here or you're still working here I just want to mention you're still family and what makes you family on that part is the passion for driving or the skill you have to drive and, and being part of that that brotherhood and sisterhood of, of drivers right. and what we do. And we've crossed paths at some point, like working here. And I, I, you know, I know we have listeners that used to work here and don't anymore. I, I just want to say I still consider them all family. Sure. You know? Absolutely. Robbie Johnson, too. You know, I haven't no, absolutely. haven't heard from Robbie in a long time. So shout out to you, Robbie, and <clears throat> hopefully he is a listener. By the way, rolling back to last week's episode, we did pick up Mexico. Nice. And I'm pretty sure that's because Oswaldo's down there. So, uh, <laughs> what's up, Os <laughs> Canelo? Yep. And He's then back uh, tomorrow, isn't he? He is back. No, next Wednesday. What? Oh, okay. Yeah. Dang. Yeah, when we were talking about it, I was like, he's not really gone two weeks. He'll be back Wednesday. It's the next Wednesday. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah, Linda and Randy are missing you. Yeah. Well, hopefully he's enjoying himself. Man. Yeah, they well won't, deserved. They won't let me do anything, us, so they need you back. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've heard you ask, Jam, so, right? Need any help? Nope, we got nope, it. We got it. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> and then uh, we picked up Kuwait, too. I don't know who's out there. So. Oh, probably... Probably in the service, though. I mean, maybe. Could be. I mean, or some underground, you know. You know how some of these countries, they don't allow people to do anything, but this person just wants to hear the Channel 23 podcast. It's are they underground in Kuwait? Probably, probably, yeah, probably hiding in a, in a little basement or a little tunnel somewhere. Got to get my fix. Channel 23. A cave. So, uh, let's see. Jim Sr. wanted to give a shout-out to uh, Jesus Varela for the delivery he made to his house. He said he had a very nice smile on his face, did nice. everything he asked him to do, and went through a lot of trouble to get there, get in there with the pup. So good job, Chewy. And then, uh, Jim, this is your shout-out. You might as well give wait, it. Wait a minute. Does well, Jesus go by Chewy? He does. I did not know that. Yeah, most of the Jesus's do. 
It's a nickname for Chewy. Uh, Jesus. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Good to know. I thought Chewy like went along with the pup or something. He was kind of Chewy because he's a pup. <laughs> oh, that what was you, a bad dad. Joke. What do you think Chewy's name is over at Plant Two? Well, is I'm going to guess Jesus. That's Jesus. a trick question. Yeah. Huh? Exactly. Uh, huh. Man. Um, yeah. So moving on, right? <laughs> um, was uh, driving the other day, going up I-25, and uh, ran into 0050, and a couple of guys I couldn't see who was driving and stuff, but 0050 is Steve Barnes, yep, and then uh, 0058, Seabass, and then uh, 0093, Cisco, uh, Reza, um, and you guys were crushing it on I-25. The, the couple of trucks was northbound in the traffic and stuff, and we were in the, you guys were in the right lane and plenty of distance be, with the cars in front of them, you know, signaling and stuff like that. And, nice. and uh, it, it made me think to give this shout out this morning that uh, as I passed them, I was thinking to myself, you know, oh, in case they recognize my, my pickup, I'm like, I got to have good following distance. Ah. I got to be using my turn signal, you know. I was, Don't run, man. <laughs> right? Don't right? I was that. like, oh, kind of late for the doctor's appointment, you know, maybe pushing that car in front of you. And I'm like, nope, ah. just going to, I got to represent. You guys are representing. So, are you saying sure. you need a camera? I could need a camera. Ah. I would, I mean, Talk about a friendship I would build with Jr. <laughs> he might be calling me all the time. Yeah. Jay, uh, you popped up again. Jim, did you, watch, did you watch the videos that I sent you? No. no. Uh-oh. Yeah. Did I, on 50 or my videos? No, that would be Jr. calling you. No. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. You got a funny story about Cisco this morning. He was in the shop. Uh, I guess he had some codes pop up or something this morning. I saw on my computer he had some codes. But anyway, I was on a mission, just cruising in the door, and he was kind of walking to the door in the shop. And I come in the door, and I look at him, and I say, Good morning, Alex. (laughs) 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 Thank goodness for his good nature. He just smiled and said, Cisco. (laughs) And I was like, I'm sorry. I see Alex every day. I haven't seen you for months. So, yeah, good good humor on Cisco's part. I appreciate it. But uh, if anybody doesn't know, Cisco and Alex are brothers. So the resemblance is there. (laughs) It it is, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I had a good talk with Cisco this morning. I actually knew who he was. (laughs) 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 And we were just talking about the podcast. And, you know, he, he listens to a lot of podcasts. And we've talked about this on our podcast before. And he said he quit listening for a little bit. It just got kind of a little political for him. And then we didn't, <laughs> really, we didn't really have a lot going on, it sounded like. But he said he started listening again. So, Good. you know, he did check his driver's license number last week. And, <laughs> yeah, he wanted to know what we had planned today. So I, I, I let him know about Lauren coming on. And, yeah, it was just a good talk. Cisco's a good guy. I like him. It, I mean, they're definitely related because they're both so quiet, yeah. fly under the radar, but there are those guys that are just silent warriors. They just do a great job. Well, Alex Alex Reza, he is the one that did the backup challenge like his first two weeks. Yeah. He just came in and did it. Yep. And I brought that up to Amber the other day. I was trying to embarrass him because she was getting ready to take his one-year anniversary photo. Uh-huh. And I was like, Amber, just so you know, Alex, you know, just, you know, did the backup challenge. He only been here two weeks. And then when I was done, he was like, I actually did it twice. Oh, wow. Wow. So he could give some tips on how we're backing into that salt bin for some people, I bet. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's a good driver. So, 
Another shout out. Just getting back to your shout out, Jim. When you came in the other day and you're like, hey, 0050, 58, and 93 are crushing it. I'm like, uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> like bad, like bad. Yeah, I was like, I'm like, okay. And then you're like, yeah, let's give him a shout out. I'm like, oh, let me grab my pen. <laughs> That's funny. Shout out to Troy Hunt. We all saw Troy yesterday. And he has lost fifty pounds. Yeah, he's oh, right. Good. That's yeah. right. Congratulations. Yeah. So we got a lot of a lot of people out there losing weight and getting in shape. And you know, I know I've mentioned a few other people before, but Troy, you're looking good, buddy. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, yep. absolutely. Then the struggle starts of keeping now, it off. Now, now well, I know why they're calling up. him the unit now instead of cowboy. Ah, <laughs> oh, the, the unit. Yeah, he's got a lot of a lot of nicknames. Yeah, I hear these guys that lost fifty pounds. I think. Uh, who did I say? Edwin Ramirez lost 67 pounds, or no, 30 pounds. Tony Martinez lost 67 pounds. Yeah. I've lost 10 pounds, and it's it's hard every day to do that. So congrats to you guys. Yeah, man. absolutely. Yeah. Yep. So uh, let's get into the discussion, and you could jump in anytime, Lauren. You know, you, you just interrupt us whenever you want. Okay. okay. Uh, Gilly wanted to talk about sweeping out. He sent me a text message right before the podcast started, so let me pull that up real quick. <clears throat> We've talked about this stuff before, and he even said, good morning, boss. In the podcast today, can you touch on sweeping out again? I know it's a broken record, but the last few trailers I've had to hook to, I've had at least a wheelbarrow full of every material mixed in. Ouch. Even the chorus preload I did recently with rock, sand, and dirty. Just a courtesy to your fellow drivers, take a few minutes and just sweep out. A well-oiled machine runs better when maintained by all. Thanks, and have a great day. Wow. So, mm-hmm. yeah. That's brutal. So what, what he was saying was he had a preload, dumped it out, and then all kinds of material uh, were yeah. still stuck yeah. in the nose. Yep. Yeah, yep. That's, that's too bad, man. And Gilly, is he still a slip seat? No, he's not a slip seat anymore, is he? He's not, no. Yeah, so... Yep. But we might, he, I, he's bulking and end dumping. Yeah. Right? So he his does, trailer's he's getting used. Yeah, he's dropping and hooking yeah. a lot. Yeah. yeah. So keep that in mind, guys. And then uh, the Jim. other thing I wanted to – go ahead, Jim. I know. Can we harp on that a little bit? Let's do it. I mean, Especially now. It's coming into winter. That stuff will be frozen in there if you don't clean it out. Yeah, and what a way to – fast way to ruin Gilly. You know, of having to – I'm tired of this and, and – you know, like he's complaining about it, but he's getting up there and having to clean everybody's messes up, and that 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 ruins you. You know, you get tired of doing that, and so thank you, Gilly, for saying something. You know, because it's actually happening to somebody. We think we're all doing a great job, or everybody's doing a great job, and obviously we're not. So well, and here we are again. You know, talking about the importance of the contamination. If there was material that came out of that load in the grain. That grain, those those cows, the farmers literally call them their race cars. They treat them like race cars. I mean, they get the best feed, the best environment. I mean, those animals are producing for them, so the the farmers give them everything they can. Yeah. I mean, it, it right? They're eating a, a diet of a championship athlete. Yeah. Really. Yeah, yeah they you are. Know. To produce the best milk there is, mm-hmm. right? I mean, yeah, and here we are, you know, possibly ruining that. We can't have that. It's terrible. Yeah. Huh. So sorry, yeah. Jam. I just, uh, no, it's I good. Just, I, just, I was just thinking about the diet of a champion athlete. Like <laughs> they eat 
baked goods and <laughs> coarse grain. Well, that's what makes good sweet milk, right? <laughs> I thought that's let's, where the strawberry milk came from. <laughs> let's just say they, their engines are a little different. Let's, okay. let's look at it that yeah. way. Yeah, I mean, yeah they have three stomachs. stomachs. Oh, four? Yeah. Yeah, more yeah. than one. Yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah that's funny. And, and just to, like, dive in on that, the, the reason they got those the Starbucks food is if not they feed the cows molasses mm. which i you know it's been a long time since we've been down that road but like five years ago when we were doing it or kind of dabbled in that the molasses was like 125 dollars a ton for molasses because Whoa. the cows need x amount of sweet mm. in their food sugar yeah, x right. amount of sugar right. because it kills this certain enzyme or grows this certain enzyme or a whatever bug. the case may be yeah. mm-hmm. right so they need that between all their stomachs well, the Starbucks food was taking care of that, and it was a fraction of the cost. So it was making the farmers or the ranchers more profitable along the way. Now, some of the stuff we've taken up there, I don't know what the Frito corn chips are doing for them, but ah. maybe that's just good carbs. <laughs> I think I it's just <laughs> methane gas. <laughs> Free food. <laughs> Cheap food. Yeah, it's just corn back in their diet, right? Carb loading. Yeah, carb loading. They're athletes. They need to carb load. That's right. <laughs> Got a big day tomorrow. That's funny. <clears throat> Yeah, glad we dove into that a little bit more. The other thing I want to get into is reading your dispatch and running in an order. Every morning, one of the things that I do now is I make sure each truck is going where they're supposed to be going. It's a little tedious, but every day we find something that's not being done the right way. Dispatch is put in a certain order for a reason. Either there's a time, it's time sensitive, that plan or that person needs it first or it's the most efficient way to run it. So when you don't do your dispatch and order, and I call you and be like, hey, you know, why didn't you go here first? Oh, well, this happened. No, it doesn't work like that. The dispatch isn't optional. You don't get to see it and say, okay, well, I'm supposed to do this first, this second, this third, but I want to do it this way. You can call dispatch and ask them if your way is better, and our dispatchers are so humble, if you have a better way of doing it, They'll be like, you know what? That's a good idea. But to just run it out of order or skip your first load or do what you want, that's not helping the house, and it doesn't make you look good at all. So Absolutely. Please run your dispatches in order. Read them. There's very specific directions. First times one, second times two, third times one, or first time all day. Right. Like it's very obvious what you should be doing. Yeah. So. Yeah, and that it, again, like Jam says, the dispatchers are very humble. If you have something that you think is a mistake or could be done better, call. Just have yeah. a conversation because we're, we're all about being better because together we're better, right? If yeah. someone brings something up and you have that aha moment, it's better. Or, One thing, or there's information there we don't know. Right. You know, maybe we're sending them to a pit. I'm, I'm making it up. We're sending them up to distal to load first thing in the morning and... Distal happens to have a giant road base job that's going to Fort Collins. And there's 70 trucks up there every morning waiting to load. If we don't know that, how, why, you know, we're still sending trucks up there. So that's the information. Share it. We, we will never know that unless mm-hmm. someone brings that to the table. The other thing, you, you hear it on the radio all the time. Somebody will you know, be doing something and a dispatch will be like, all right, go do this. And they'll be like, hey, is it okay if I go here? It's closer. Yeah. And I've never heard dispatch say, no, that's a dumb idea. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> you yeah, know? you may hear, I'd like to do that. Yeah, but we can't. 
Yeah, Plant yeah. 12 has a 1,200-yard night port tonight, right. and we need all the sand in there we can get. Or, right. or yeah, go do it. I didn't right. know. I didn't realize mm-hmm. you were closer. Right. right. If you if your first dispatch in the morning is Fry Rock to Plant 12, and you bring it to the West Plant or to Plant 2 because you just feel that's going to be quicker and help you out. Not good. That's not how the game works. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. Next up on the list is benefits. Jim, do you want to kick this off? Yeah, I was just thinking about what. You know, when we were just talking about dispatch there, you know, it. I, I wanted to spit out, hey, it's not always about you. You know, when you call in about the dispatch, we try to talk about it being about the house mm-hmm. and different stuff like that. And, you know, a lot of times, you know, some of my closing arguments here are closing arguments, but my, <laughs> my final thoughts. Dang. <laughs> <laughs> like, Lawyer Jim. Yeah, right? I can say D.A. James. Now, now we know what he thinks about the podcast. <laughs> it's a closing, to argue. <laughs> closing arguments is about puzzle pieces, and dispatch is a huge puzzle. Mm. And a lot of times, you know, we're, you know, dispatch is looking at all these puzzle pieces and, and the driver's looking at these puzzle pieces and we have to put the puzzle together and sometimes it's better for you. And, but most of the time we're looking for that puzzle that's better for everybody, right? And so when we're, when we're thinking about uh, benefits here and stuff, we've tried to put pu- puzzle pieces together that benefits everyone. And, and I just wanted to mention, you know, we, we're trying to get some listeners here by giving the, the $100 away and, and talking about different things. And, and we celebrate people's lives. And, and I, I think we need to talk a little bit about, you know, like our PTO program, why it's in place to give people time off, you know, so they can schedule things and, and get a break and have some time with their family. But it also doesn't affect their, their pocketbook, mm-hmm. you know, and those puzzle pieces we're trying to well how how do we how do we create that here's this puzzle how do we make it so it doesn't hurt everybody else how do we make sure it's beneficial for for lauren and your you know your family and yet beneficial for paco and i guess i wanted to talk about that and you know we we just we just interviewed uh one of our new employees this morning uh patrick and 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 luckily we got him on he's he's a space where we can have so many he's 22 years old and, but we have a 401k program in place that at 22, and hopefully he spends his lifetime with us, like you, Dave, you're, you're 30 years. But I feel good that we can make him a millionaire. Right. You know, in, in over that time, if, if he's in our 401k, because we have that program. And our paid holidays, a few years ago, we didn't have paid holidays. Right. You know, how, how great to be looking at Thanksgiving coming up or our holidays and know you're covered for Thanksgiving. Yeah, that's yeah. big. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, I just remember being a driver here and, okay, we got a holiday coming up. Well, great, but not so great because that's going to hurt. Yeah, I'm, I'm missing know? a day's worth of work, you yeah. know. And, and we have our snow crew and we have our, you know, our salt and stuff. And sometimes guys have had to work and also, you know, on the holiday. Right. But that's a double ding, right? right? You get paid for your holiday any work we don't right. take the pay away right and but that's a there, there's another puzzle piece how are we going to fit that together you know your your thursday and friday and and saturday bumps you know we we tried to put those puzzle pieces together so it it benefited you guys you've worked a long week and and you're here busting it friday and you've been on time so how how do we do that we also have the safety bonus in there 
Mm-hmm. You know, there there's something else over over your quarter. If you were safe, there's another bump, and and I guess I want to just go over those and 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 how important I think they are to the the future of every driver or every person here. Yeah, you know, I, I'm in the 401k. I'm in the 401k. You know, I, I just wanted to mention. I just didn't want to interrupt you and let you get your thoughts out. But I'm going to interrupt you and not let you get your thoughts out. So <laughs> perfect. Uh, I mean, on that 401k. Obviously, is that your closing <laughs> argument? <laughs> <They're> perfect, <right? laughs> no, the the when we were talking to Patrick this morning, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. he's. I don't mean this in a bad. He's a puppy. Uh-huh. He he is like we can mold him and teach him and train him, which it seems as though he's already down heading down that rock star road. Right. I mean, he seems like a really great guy and good good driver and whatnot. But to to talk about that four hundred one k and I know everybody like I'm a broken record, just free money, free money, free money. But I like to make the point when we talk to him, hey, are you getting in it? It's free money, yada yada yada. But in five years, that's ten thousand dollars free money he got from us right free ten thousand dollars he did nothing all he did was work here he got it for free and participated in the 401k right you know what i mean if he leaves it five years in one day he got ten thousand dollars for free from us because he was here participating being a great guy and just doing his job i mean if he's here 10 years that's twenty thousand dollars for free plus interest well, I'm just saying right. that we gave, yeah. right? That yeah. just JFW gave, right. just plain cash out of pocket from JFW. And those are the incentives. You know what I mean? The bonus on that is what they took, what it created in, in the investments and whatnot. Yeah, I mean, any anyone that follows that, right? If you have 25 to 30 years with a 401k, you're going to have a million bucks. Right. Putting the minimum in. Yep, but there again, Dave. That's that puzzle piece I'm talking about. Right. Look at the look at your big puzzle in front of you. You know what? What are you after? What's your life? You know, it's it's just not all about that moment. And you know, I didn't I didn't want to ruin our thought, but it's the same thing. When why do you have me running on that job? Oh, how come I'm not hardwired? All that kind of stuff. You're just looking at that moment, that time, that day, mm. when, when if you just go run whatever, as long as we're a group and we're the big puzzle, we're able to add all these benefits. Yep. Speaking of Patrick, one of the things we asked him this morning is, what brought you to JFW? And the first thing he said was benefits. benefits right? Yeah. Yeah. So, right. Gotta have them. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So important. So yeah, guys, we're, 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 we're working behind the scenes all the time. Um, you know, trying to put the puzzle together and make it better for everybody. You know, yeah. like we talk all the time, better. Absolutely. So just do you want to go through each one of those benefits and break them down a little bit? I mean, I know we've been talking about the 401k a little bit, but we could get into the PTO program just so you guys know <clears throat> the way it works in Paycom now. So if you're a new hire, the way it works in Paycom You'll earn one hour of sick leave for every 30 hours worked up to 48 hours or in the driver's world up to 60 hours, right? Yep. So, cause yep. that's, that's basically six days off of sick leave. Now, what if you're not sick? Well, guess what? You could still use your sick leave, right? You'll combine that with your PTO, your first working, first year working here, you'll also earn a half a day a month of PTO for good attendance. That means you're here every day, you're on time, you don't bring it in early, you'll get a half a day a month for that for, for PTO. So between the six days you can earn a year in PTO and the sick 
sick days, the six sick days you can earn, <laughs> there's 12 days of paid time off for your first year. Plus, we give you six paid holidays, okay? And those days increase the long you've been here. Once you hit your two-year anniversary, you'll go from a half a day a month to 0.75 days. Once you hit four years, you go from 0.75 days to one day a month. So that's 12 days of PTO plus your six sick days for 18 days plus your six paid holidays. And then once you hit nine years, you get one and a quarter days a month, right? So it just grows. The thing about the paid holidays and and the PTO is you're going to earn your daily average. And we talk about this all the time in the culture meetings. If you're a guy that or girl that goes out and earns 250 bucks a day on your paid holiday or your PTO day, you're going to get 250 bucks. If you're a girl or a guy that goes out and earns $350 a day, your paid holiday, you're going to earn or your PTO day, you'll earn $350 a day. Everything is just based on your daily your daily average and your gross income. So, if you're that person that's being late once a week or calling off once a month, you're just missing out on your attendance bump, which we could get into in a minute. You're missing out on your PTO. So those numbers, your daily average and your gross income for the year goes down right. every time you're late and every time you call off. Yep. Right? Now, if you're sick, you're sick. The nice thing is, is if you're sick, and even if you didn't have any sick days but you had PTO, you could use that PTO. If you call out tomorrow and it's an unapproved day off and you're like, hey, I want to get paid for being unapproved. That's fine. We'll pay you. Mm-hmm. You know, but mm-hmm. you have had to have earned that already. Right. So, and it doesn't affect your daily average of income because you put a PTO day in there. Exactly. And that holds your average. <clears throat> it does. You know. You know. The other thing I want to mention now in Paycom, <clears throat> for the people that have been here already, <clears throat> you're not going to see that one hour for every thirty hours worked because we dumped those six days of PTO. We preloaded them into your, or we dumped the sick days into your PTO when we were in bamboo. Yeah. Now with the newer people, you'll see that one hour for every 30 hours. But whoever you are on every anniversary date, we just now put the six days in your sick day, in your, in your sick leave, right? So you hit your one year anniversary, instead of earning that one hour for every 30, you'll just see six days appear on your anniversary date. Your two-year anniversary, your ten-year anniversary, you'll always see those six days appear in your sick leave. Yeah, it, it's so funny. It sounds confusing, but it's really not. It's really not. I, I mean, the the one thing you really just need to know. Maybe this explains it in a different way. Jam is the only time you see those six Colorado sick days, and they're in question, is the first year you work here, because you have to earn those hours to be right. able to take those. Right. After year one, they're preloaded. You could, you can take them as a week's paid vacation. Right. The nice thing in Paycom now, Dave, is they won't just see their first year. They're not going to see those six. Day. Oh, they're just going to see what they accrue. Yeah. yeah if you started, oh, nice. yeah, if you started so like week here, one, you're not going to see anything. It's not until they've nope. earned ah yeah. ah yeah, ah. Yeah. Simpli- see, I just learned something. Yeah, we simplified. I love Paycom. That. Uh, Paycom's so fun. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we simplified that. So if you started after October, <laughs> no, when did we start? September 19th? I, that sounds yeah. like a round date. 919. So if you started working here, <laughs> 919. <laughs> oh, my God. 
or <laughs> after. Yeah, that's you're, right. you're you're pretty close, Jim. <laughs> or the twelfth, or yeah, the twenty third is the one when we were looking at payroll, trying to switch over. It's nine twenty three. But go, yeah, Got go it. ahead. So yeah. maybe it was nine twenty three. If yeah. you started somewhere in September, <laughs> you will not see those six days preloaded. You actually, whatever you see, you could use. So right. the old, the whole, well, how long you been working here? Well, you can only use these days. Yeah, but I see six days in there. Those days are coming to an end. Right. Yeah, once right. Paycom's been here for a year, we won't have anybody that, that could look and be like, well, how many days could I use? You could use whatever you see. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I just want to back up, maybe state it another way. The first year you work here, if you have great attendance, you have the ability to earn up to 18 paid days off. Perfect. Working days in a month is an average of 22 days a month. So the first year you work here, you have the ability, and it's in your control, to earn up to 18 paid days off, which is, I mean, for year one, that's... A month off, Dave. You just just said month off. Well, it is. If you take a five-day work week, that's three weeks and two days off, right? No, three weeks and three days off. And we're actually just going to give 12 of them to you. You only have to earn six. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, you do have to earn the other six because you have to be here the day before or the day after for the holiday pay. Right. We do, you know, we make everybody accountable, right? Come to work every day and you'll make money. Yeah. get paid to not be here. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and let me just jump in here real quick. The The... I think the first year there's like a learning curve with realizing that like in the winter there's a little bit more downtime and stuff. Right. And so um, being wise with your days, I, I see Paco during the winter, like if it snows or something calling and saying, hey, let me put a PTO day on this, you know, yeah. so that it doesn't jam up our finances at home, you yeah. know, and, and yeah. what we need to take care of. So I think that you have to adjust and figure that out the first year because you don't realize what it's going to look like because... For me, I'm like, oh, December hits and it's winter. And he's like, no, not until like January. And then, you know, <laughs> things start coming and, you know, he's he's home a little more or he's gone at night, you know, right. doing a snow yeah, cruise. Plowing, so, yeah. 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 So just being aware of where you're putting your time, yeah. you know, yeah. your, your PTO yeah. and how it can most benefit you in, in that whole year, yeah. you know. Yeah. That's the great thing about the PTO. You can use it like that. I mean, mm-hmm. we encourage people to use it like that. If you have the snow day or whatever, yeah, it's it's yeah, yeah with, with without notice though, right, Jim? I mean, on without a notice, yeah. on a snow day because everybody had it off. You don't have yeah. to schedule it nope. seven days ahead. You can just hey, I want to use this for a snow day and throw it in there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and, you can look at it like that's my money, right? Right, you're allowed to use it. Yeah, yeah, you I, could. I, I you need could that just, day. You could just cash your days out. Yeah, and we have people do that. They get yeah. in a jam. You know, hey, I'm my bookie two grand. I need to cash, <laughs> need to cash out all my days. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Those, 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 those are your days. But I, same I need thing. A new weapon. You know, I I could feel that. <laughs> I, I like that. That's oh. not a gun pun either, right? Huh. Yeah, I mean, I might have to cash out days to buy my wife a rifle. It's, <laughs> you know. So uh, you heard that ace? I did. It's <laughs> it's in the podcast. She's getting one. Yeah. That's good to know because I'm a whole puckle too. Hey, I know you got some PTO. <laughs> <laughs> Can you cash that out? Yeah, exactly. Mama needs a new yeah. something. Don't worry about the snow days. Just give me the money. <laughs> yeah, good point. Really good point though, Lauren. And yeah, you know that is a nice thing. You know, try to save some of those days for the winter because how cool would it to be to be off? You get to go play with your kid because they're probably off of school too. Yeah. Go take them sledding and you're not stressed out about money. Yeah, you get paid for the day. Super Dave, we've seen it both ways. We've seen guys, oh, we got a snow day? Great. But we've seen like 
first year drivers that came here a little bit behind on their bills and they get a snow day and it's like they don't know if they're going to make it through yeah, the winter. Yeah, they're looking for a job. Yeah, they're looking mm-hmm. for a new job yeah. right away. But, you know, the people that have been here for a year and, and felt uh, the fury of a summer, of a, of yeah. a tough summer, they're yeah. like, let it snow. Yeah. We need a break. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we talk about that all the time. You have to work at this job for a year to, really to understand spring, summer, winter, fall. <clears throat> you know, I mean, you truly mm-hmm. have to go through the cycle and then go, oh, this is how you do it. But I think that's with any job. I think any job, no matter what, is cyclical. Mm-hmm. Even if you do something that is identical every day, you're affected by the season. If you're in you know, fast food, you're affected by a snowstorm. If you're right. in a- any environment, you're affected by, by weather. It, sure. it sounds crazy. You could be a CPA where you have tax season. You have right. you know, these, these bars you have to meet at, at some point. You have rushes and whatnot. So, yeah, yep. I think every job you do, you should stick with for at least a year. Unless it's, like, Toxic. dangerous or, Toxic, yeah, safety yeah. issue or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, right? just just even for your resume. I mean, that's something you look at, Dave. How many jobs has this person had in the last year? If you've had three jobs this year and you want to come work here, what's, what's to say we're, we're going to see for it's three months? It's very important yeah. <laughs> for anybody out there looking for a job. I hope your resume is in order because that will stop me from even calling the guy. Yep. No doubt. I'm a person. <clears throat> yeah. BD, you want to touch on the 401k at all? I, mean, I should say <laughs> any more. <clears throat> I just want to make sure, you know, I guess I'm going to interrupt you, Dave, since Jim just asked you. Is <laughs> you're, you're interrupting my closing argument. Did you guys Did you guys argue the whole way here this morning? <laughs> Jim, I'm surprised Dave didn't kick me out. I've had such a rough morning. I drove through his rock at his house on, you know, <laughs> I was in his pickup. I guess it's just too big. I don't know. I got here. I, I stapled the, the podcast notes together, and I'm looking for the, the winners of the contest, and I have a whole piece of paper in there as a list of titles. has nothing to do with the winners. I don't even know where I got that piece of paper. So, yeah. And Stay's I'll, fault. I'll, I'll go ahead and spit out my closing arguments now. I told you, um, don't worry about the rocks. UPS does it all the time. <laughs> yeah. We know all how good drivers they are, right? Um Anyway, we haven't mentioned the medical. We've all danced around, Oof. you know, I, I keep attendance bump and all this stuff. Right. The medical we pay to pay for also, or everybody pays $1 a day, and then and then you, you pay for your family. But, you know, behind the scenes, we just now uh, signed with a new agent um, to go over stuff. And uh, it's it's difficult. It's it, Basically, we, we've said it on other podcasts, it's a scam right. because it's so difficult to get good coverage that's fair for JFW, the house, fair for the employees, but we're doing our best and, you know, a dollar a day to have covered in your insurance is, is nothing, you guys, right. for the costs. Yeah. And so I want to mention that, you know, we're offering that and, you know, last year we were able to, to change some stuff up. We made the deductibles bigger, but it gave... the big breaks for the people that were insuring their families right and just just want to mention that so yeah Did you I mean, say how much it is per person i per I, I didn't dave why, i don't have that because i don't oh, have it memorized i think I'm it's sorry. like 5800 bucks isn't it yeah i think jfw pays 110 bucks a month per person for the for the driver yeah which should put it at like fifty eight hundred dollars yeah. a year per employee, yeah, or fifty six hundred dollars I mean, a year math, per yeah. employee yeah. is what we what JFW pays, what the house pays out of pocket for each driver, for each employee yeah. yes. to keep your to keep you at one dollar. Yes, a week we mm-hmm. pay, yeah, 
$5,800 a year. I mean, I, you know, you take that times, I don't know how many people are in it, but 150 employees, if they were all insured, we're pushing a million bucks. I mean, right. I know, I think I think we're at 700000 I think yeah. is, is what yeah, we paid. Yeah, the, now, the that total. does include the, the people that are paying for their families, right? right? So, I mean, we're not paying that out of pocket, but that's the total insurance bill. And right. That's just mind-boggling. I mean, it is. you guys have heard me talk about it in the podcast before, how health insurance is just a racket. And it is. It's broken. Right. It is broken. Yeah, I know you guys is hearts too when it comes to the health insurance always trying to find the next better plan or program or deductible or how we're going to pull it off and how can we keep expenses down for the employee stuff like that so um i know you did mention behind the scenes i know you guys met with a new agent i guess would be the right term and he had some different ideas and stuff and i'm excited to see what's what's coming for next year yeah there could be you know, if he comes at us with a good plan that's better for both of us, it might be a whole revamp of how we've ever done it, Jan. Yeah. But, you know, that's a discussion with the steering committee. That's right. a discussion with all of us. Sure. You know, this is what we're looking at. What do you guys think? You know, what does he think? I, I believe his name, I know his first name Steve, but I believe it's Steve Miller. I don't remember his agency group. But right off the bat, he looked at um, our uh, long-term and our short-term with Oh, not Sun Life. Sun Life, yes. Thank you, Jim. With Sun Life. And he's like, Holy smokes. He said, have you looked at this? He said, You're you're way overpaying on your on your deductibles or your, your co pays and stuff, or not not the co pays, but the deductibles on this stuff. He said, I can offer so much more to you for your employees, because the employees pay that. And I'm like, No. <laughs> you know what? Our last agent hadn't done that. And whether they don't think about it or don't miss it, or maybe that was a sales ploy to get our business, but anybody that's looking at our our the money we're spending, our employees' money that they're spending, I want to know more about it. Right? You know, I, I want that person involved in JFW. I want to make him a family member. Hopefully, his yeah. group helps us because it's it's terrible. Yeah, good stuff. Yep. I guess the last thing on the list for the benefits. I mean, we kind of touched on it, but safety bonuses. That is 2% of your gross income paid out quarterly. <clears throat> Correct. What do you got to do to earn that super, Dave? Um, don't run into things. <laughs> <laughs> right. it, you know, a lot of people ask um, <clears throat> about the cameras and the alerts. I, when we're doing our interviews, I explain that the cameras are interactive and they will tell you to increase following distance and so forth. But... The cameras don't have anything to do with your safety bonus unless you are really a repeat offender and not listening to the coaches to try to help you. But if you get speeding tickets, if you get overweight tickets, if you contaminate material, the the um, cost factor is $500 of damages, whether it's material or um, vehicle damage or customer property damage. Um, so it is really important that you stop like jim says get out look around make sure you're not too close to anything um so and also check your weights before you leave the pit make sure you're not going to drive right into the port down in monument and get a big old ticket um another thing that affects your safety bonus is your truck interior cleanliness so we, we are very fortunate, Jim and Dave, get us some beautiful trucks and trailers. 
Let's take care of them, everybody. Let's keep them clean. Pick up the trash. Keep your windows clean. Um, wipe them down. Um, if you fail to do that, um, I believe in the course of three months, you'll get six truck washes. And if you fail more times than you pass, you will lose your safety bonus. Got it. Thanks, Super Dave. Uh, here's one. I wonder who wants to talk about this. Let's talk about registering to vote. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's my department. That's where I come in. That is. Who, who was it that said they st- Oh, uh, Freddie? No, who was it that stopped listening because it got too political? Freddie. That, no, well, no. Cisco. Kind of yes, but no. <laughs> I mean, that wasn't the only reason. Yeah, I got yeah. you. And it, he wasn't he wasn't putting us down at all. It was it was a good positive. We want to know what what makes somebody yeah, stop yeah, listening. Yeah, yeah. I've yeah. quit listening to the po- to other podcasts, you know, and then I start back up. So yeah, it happens. I get We're it. glad to have you back, Cisco. <laughs> for yeah, the and, money, and, and, and Freddie for the money. No, yeah, I, yeah if, if Fred listens, he, I, you guys should pay us to listen. Just, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I just want to. I know it's your your game, Dave. You've become <laughs> my become, game. <laughs> Here we go. That's my jam. More arguments, <laughs> right? The the passion about it, and uh, you know, thinking about not getting political. So there there was a debate last night. I, I'm sure most of you guys or you know family members didn't know about the debate, but it was with Heidi Ganell and and Polis and and Joe O'Day and who's the other. Senator, I forget. Michael Bennett. <laughs> yeah, Michael. <laughs> Michael Bennett. And, uh, you know, I could barely listen to the debate at uh, some points because it just was like, this is boring as shit. Right. I don't care. You know, what does it have to do with me? And I get that on that on the podcast here that, you know, we go to talking about stuff like this and they and they don't care. You know, it, it just... It's a drone. It's like, what are you guys talking about? I, I just want a truck or I want to get home to my family or, you know, all the other problems you have during the day. And before you get going, Dave, and, and talking about how important it is to vote, I, I wanted to mention something that's in the paper. So this is, we also did a, a culture meeting with one of the other drivers earlier this week. And he mentioned that he learned some stuff in the podcast. He, he thought it was important that we talked about daily issues mm-hmm. or the issues we, we face. And, and Lauren, you're sitting here and your, your son's here. And, and I know you have other kids. We talk about Veronica and Lonzo and, and their kids. You know, on, on Saturdays, we have lots of drivers that call in and go, hey, I have my son riding with me. I have my daughter riding with me, you know, and, and give them their names. And they, they might say good morning on the radio, which is absolutely precious. I, I love that. I, right? I right. love that. Yeah. All right. But, you know, here, here's the political point part of, of what I'm about to say is right out of the paper. I think it was Monday's paper, but it says, U.S. students in most states across almost all demographics, so rich, poor, doesn't doesn't matter, you guys, groups have experienced troubling setbacks in both math and reading. According to an authoritative national exam released Monday, offering the most definitive uh, in, and yet even, and then it talks a little bit about the pandemic, but the impact on millions of school children, it's the results were especially devastating, representing the steepest declines ever recorded on the exam in math and in uh, science. In 
and that's an educational assessment, okay? We're the greatest nation in the world, and yet we have the poorest education that this is what this article is saying. And, and if you don't, part of how you can make a change is how you vote, and I'll, and I'll let you take that over, Dave, and, and, and what, how our country is doing stuff. But, Lauren, I want your kids to have the best education. I want Veronica's kids to have the best education. I hope my kids got the best education. Super Dave, your daughter, Jam, you know Bella? And, and if you don't believe it's important not to tune out, this is where you need to tune in. Right. And, and again, I don't care Republican, Democrat, Try to be involved. I know we work a lot of hours. You know, go out and get, try to be involved in your school, in your school board, in your church. You know, make a difference if you can. Give, a, give that little bit, and, and, and I get it. I, when I go home, I'm tired too. You know, but when my, my daughters needed help with their homework, I, I tried to be there. And you can help make these changes by voting, be, by being involved. And I don't want our our kids to grow up behind every other country yeah you know so anyway my little great my points. little rant rant there great points jim so dave i yeah i mean we have written down here you you touched upon more of it we have written down here just register to vote i just wanted to get with everyone if you are not registered to vote come see me you still have time we can register you to vote if you haven't voted or or you're not registered i remember when uh, dustin in our shop they call him Little Dustin, but to me, he's Big Dustin. He's just not senior, right? So right. He's the younger Dustin. Big Dustin. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> so he turned 18, and we were talking, and he's like, yeah, I need to register to vote. And I was like, step in my office. And I helped him and registered him to vote. So I hope his ballot showed up to his house, and he was able to vote. So, I mean, he's he's a... a He's on the right track. Yeah. He is. Yeah, I was trying to keep he's, it not political. But. He's not on the left track. <laughs> he, he's, he's, he's on the right mean track. It that way. Go, Jam. But he's, he's an integral part of our system. Yeah. He's, he's a young Republican. <laughs> <laughs> and let me just tell you guys, I know that you guys probably hear more about you're ranting on this stuff or, you know, like more of like you're getting too political. Paco was never a voter. And the last presidential election, I think you guys convinced him to oh, vote, good, good. but he didn't vote. He registered, but he didn't vote. <laughs> okay. Now he's adamant he will vote in this midterm. He's, he's, that's just what it's going to be. The ballots came in the mail. He's like, we need to turn these in. <laughs> you know, like how long do we have? Um, and he's set on it, but also because you have to really just look at what is important and valuable to you. What, where your values stand and how the you have to recognize that the vote does affect those things, whether it's your kids or your job. I didn't realize how much um, politics are playing a part in my financial world. And just recently I started working, but I say my financial world because Paco was the sole provider for our house. So knowing that there's you know, things that are affecting the trucking industry, that's important to me, you know, because that's how my kids eat. That's how we pay our mortgage, you know, um, or whether it be the environment or it be, you know, whatever it is that you value, you have to recognize that there's something else that kind of controls that and you want to yes. be a part of that. 
Yes. Wow, Lauren, you just made me feel like I want to quit. I'm just going to let you do it. Good, good, good job. <laughs> like, well said. You know what? What am I doing here? <laughs> that was her opening argument. <laughs> I don't have anything for closing. Yeah, yeah. Jim better start working on his closing because yeah. his sucked. <laughs> good, good, good job, Lauren. Yeah, yeah. That's. I, it's uh, and it's. I, I was listening to you speak, and I'm like, it's also our right. Lots yes. of countries don't have that right where they can put whoever they want in I office. W- I would say the majority of the world population, the people in China don't have that right. Yeah. And they have the, the most people in the world, right? Yeah. What really bugs me is when somebody's complaining about our leaders, and then you look at them and say, did you vote? I don't effing vote. Yeah, it you know, It's not going to make a difference. In my mind, then, you be quiet. Because yeah. you didn't step up and do your right as an American citizen to help choose our leadership. Yeah. You, I, ju- I just think also, too, you know, a lot of that comes with age, Lauren. Yes. I think, absolutely. right? Absolutely. Yeah. Pretty soon does. you go from just you to then it's you and your husband or you and your family or whatever the case may be. And all of a sudden you're seeing this bigger picture, mm-hmm. right? And, and we talk about that all the time. You know, we talk about protect the house. Well, instead of, you know, and I break it down into a piece of pizza. Right? Instead of looking at just your slice of pizza, you have to look at the whole pie. Well, we consider that JFW's pie. Well, what if there's 30 pies out there and we need to be sure they're all taken care of? You know, and it is, it's just the bigger picture, right? Whether it's your government or your school or however you want to break that down, we're, we're all connected and we all need to participate. And I think a lot of times the, the working class is so busy working I think a lot of them don't have time to vote or they think they don't have time to vote. I think they feel like they don't have time to research to make a, True. you know, or don't have the I, interest. I feel to that really way research. sometimes. Yeah. But yeah. I sat down with my little blue book because we are n- not trying to have some mushrooms. People running around on mushrooms in the streets, you know? So I like, <laughs> right. I sat down with my little book and read through, yeah. you know, of like what's really coming up, you know, yeah. like not just the people, but the, the laws that they're trying to, you know, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I I agree. You know, and what's great is they send out that voters guide. Yes. Along with the voting, mm-hmm. they send uh, you know, they, they send the guide out way ahead of time. way ahead so yeah. you have yeah. the time to research it. But yeah, uh, I mean, if anybody's I, interested, I have a cheat sheet for the guide that I can pass out that is just recommended. Right? Yeah. It's, it's not so it's based on your value. You still need to research it. But if mm-hmm. if you want to roll through them, if our values align. Yeah. I can hand out a cheat sheet and yeah, if you, you don't just want reel to, down through there if you want. My church had one too yeah. of all the people. <laughs> right? Yeah. 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 If you don't want to do that, you could just drop your ballot off here and we'll fill it out for you. <laughs> drop it off. Don't worry about it. I but I remember having to rush out of work opinions. in time to make it to the polling stations, and you don't even have to do that now. Yeah. We would get out. You know, I'd get here to the yard at 6 o'clock at night, and I'd have to make it. I'm, I live in Lafayette, which is Boulder County. I'd have to drive all the way up there. By 7 p.m. when the polls closed. Right. You don't need to do that anymore. Right. Yeah, I yeah. dropped mine off at the Westminster Police Station last night. I guess there's another government building there, but it's a cop shop. Yeah. So. Yeah, I just dropped mine yesterday over at Adams County because we went there to get license yeah. plates. And so you sticker. Yeah, I voted. Yep. It's yep. good. Good stuff. Yeah. And so if I, anybody needs help registering to vote so yep. you can go vote then, and you can do it. We can register you today and you can go vote. So if, if you're using that for an excuse, I'll help you. Yep. It's not a big deal. And I, I just want to say, because I'm going I'm to brag on Dave this time, is <laughs> and, and, and JFW and all, all the family members here, but 
I just don't know, I guess I've never had a conversation, but how many companies are offering to teach you to vote or to fill out your ballot or being involved or care about your future as much as we do, Dave? Yeah. I mean, some companies just aren't going to, you just don't matter. And I, and I, we care about you and we care about our future and we care about your family. So here's a small way we can make a difference and Dave can take a few minutes and help you out so you can vote. That's how, that's how much Absolutely. we care. Love it. All right. Everybody good before we announce winner number two. Oh, yeah. Winner number two. Yeah. How, how, much, how much is that? 100 bucks. Because I know, I know Lauren knew how much it was because when she said that the... <laughs> that that the right? She, we, we sent Lauren uh, the outline. And Lauren said, oh, it looks good to me. And by the way, my, the end of my driver's license is blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, yeah, she gets the game. I remember I'm thought, like, oh, she's going to be a great guest. <laughs> I totally thought that. And I said, man, Paco's got such a great sense of humor. And so does his wife. That house must be a riot. <laughs> right? Right? Sometimes. I'm usually the butt of the jokes. But, you know. <laughs> oh, so our second winner is 0447. Zero four four seven, huh. and that is the last of your driver's license. I think that's me. Is it? No. I'm just <laughs> <kidding>. uh. <laughs> if they don't come through. It is. <laughs> Man, we'll just have a. We'll see. We'll see how big the pot gets next week. Right. Right. Yep. Hope people are listening. Otherwise, that, that can, number sounds so familiar to me. I wonder if it's one of the new people. Uh, <laughs> well, oh yeah, could be. Yeah. yeah. Awesome yeah. start. Yeah. yeah. Oh, right. Well, yeah. right. Here's a Hondo. I. I. Well, you're wrong, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to say this. I don't know how to say it. Yeah. Yeah. I, but <laughs> I do want to emphasize too. These numbers. Uh, Amber has a program, right, on the yeah. computer. Yeah. Yeah. These are random computer generated numbers yep there we have nothing to do with it she yep. she hits the button and it goes dink and spits same out program number. that's yeah. pulled your drug test the last three times in a row <laughs> exactly <laughs> exactly well you remember we got in trouble for doing the drug test ourselves years ago oh remember, yeah dave yeah pulling. We, we we only had like i don't know 25 employees so we got 25 bingo balls assigned a name to each bingo ball and you sat there and you spun the little wheel and wherever it stopped a bingo ball fell out they said that wasn't a random generated number and i'm like how much more random do you get right <laughs> yeah it works and for the lotto yeah they find us for it and i'm like are you effing kidding me it needs to be computer generated i'm like oh my god wow yeah i'm not voting for you bud <laughs> and, <laughs> your vote matters <laughs> yeah and so everybody knows everybody's in this yeah, every everybody's employee. every every mechanic, wash bay doesn't matter. This is if you're listening, you're in there. You, you know? no, I'm not. You're in employed there. by JFW. And you're listening. <laughs> I, well, I would assume I'm not in there. You're in there. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the funny. only three people here that aren't Wait, in there. Oh, four is, four seven is mine. <laughs> <laughs> is Lauren, me, and Dave. <laughs> there you go. And Elijah. <laughs> no wonder right. it was so familiar. Uh, right. All right, Lauren. Well, you are the first time we've had a spouse on. We've never done this before. We thought you'd be an interesting guest just because you have been interactive with our social media page, and we've done uh, we've raised money together for one of your fundraisers and stuff like that. So, welcome to the Channel Twenty Three podcast. Thank you. So, tell us who you are and what you like to do in your downtime. Uh, I'm Lauren Nahara, Paco's wife. Um, 
what I like to do in my downtime. I don't really have a lot of downtime anymore. <laughs> but if I did, I'm an outdoorsy person. Um, lots of time at the gym and lots and lots of church and ministry stuff. Gotcha. How many children do you and Paco have? So Paco and I, together, we have one. Um, I have another biological son, and then Paco has three kids. So all together, we're a nice big bunch of five. Gotcha. Nice. Hopefully one day six. Oh. (laughs) He won't let me. (laughs) You can always trick him. He says, says we have to get rid of one of the other ones before we can (laughs) onboard another. Which one would you get rid of? They're like, when you have enough (laughs) shoes, you can't let the wife get any more shoes until she gets rid of a pair? Is that how he's thinking? Or we just build a bigger shelf, you know, (laughs) or something? I don't know. Well, here's who Paco said you were. He said uh, she's a Christian, loves working out, has a part-time job at a gym, not full-time to make time for family, didn't want me going over the road, so she made sure to cook healthy and make good healthy meal preps for my lunch because I was gaining weight due to our job and was contemplating and changing her career. And then he put midlife crisis. (laughs) 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 With a ha-ha. I could just picture Paco saying this. Right. So much truth in all of that, right? Politics, she's a Republican, and and I argued about this with him last night, thinks about homeschooling, made me understand that she was right about Trump all along, (laughs) (laughs) ha-ha. And we're trying to go to Africa with a missionary friend she has. She's been learning how to garden for healthier eating, and just in case, knows how to make a fire and filter water and wants our kids to learn all that. So that's what your husband thinks of you, which is pretty good. He's that's always cool. had nothing but good things to say to you. Yeah. The whole Republican thing, When anytime we have a guest, I always get online and I do research. I just type in a name and see if they're an axe murderer or something like that. And <laughs> a lot of times the voter registration is the first thing that comes up. <laughs> and Lauren, you're, you're unaffiliated. I'm unaffiliated as well, so this isn't a knock, but... Paco's like, no, she's a Republican. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like Paco, I can show you she's unaffiliated. <laughs> but I, I can understand being unaffiliated because I'm unaffiliated as well. So how long have you and Paco? Did, did, I got to jump in there. I think it's 47% now really? are unaffiliated. Nobody wants to put their name behind anything. Exactly. Yeah. 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 I, I don't think and, either. And I think that's. I think it's getting... When I say worse, I don't mean that. It's that's growing. Could be, could be better. That number is growing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, honestly, I w- I would vote for a Democrat. I would do it if they were if they were right for us. Absolutely. Yeah. Show me one. Mm-hmm. It, yeah. it, <laughs> well, I think I think nobody's perfect. That's what everybody's afraid of. Neither side is perfect. Right. You know. But like you guys are saying, if they have an idea, go for it. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. AFK I've, was a Democrat. Abe w- Lincoln was a Republican. Yep. Two very good presidents. Yep. Right. Yep. Yep. I voted I voted for Obama his first time. That was the first time I voted. And I was just like, oh, this guy's going to be different. Mm, he, not so much. He was such a great speaker, though. I That's mean, he could go me. sell ice cubes to oh, his yeah. Yep. Yeah. I was yeah, freezing. Was, I was freezing yeah. an igloo and I bought, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I bought a case. I mean, I'd just stand there and be like, yeah. Yeah, listen to this guy. Yeah. His yeah, yeah, his auditory speeches yeah. were just amazing. He he sounds presidential. He does. Right? Yes. Right. Yes, that's every, that's what everyone said. Anyway, how long you and Paco been married? We have been married since 2019. Okay, so we met right. in 2018 and got married really fast. Gotcha. Where'd <laughs> you guys Where'd you guys meet at? Um, through a friend. Uh, my best friend has known him for 
a lot of years. Um, and he had sent her a message that he was tired of all these running around with all these different girls and that he right. needed a girl that went to church and went to the gym. And she was like, Oh, <laughs> there you go. Meet my best friend. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. See, that's a good reputation right there. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. And what kind of husband is Paco? How would you describe him? Ooh, the kind of husband he is. Um, he's definitely a provider. Uh, he is definitely a family man. Um, I think, I don't know if people know too much about his past, but, you know, he, he definitely has um, changed from um, not valuing uh or his values have changed over time. Sure. Um, I think that he's like an extremely hu um, supportive husband and he sees um, the need for me to be able to grow and to flourish and mm -hmm. all of that. Um, I think he is sometimes extra loving and affectionate and all those things. Um, but he also, like you were talking about or you were talking about how um, you get tired after work, you know, you work these long hours and stuff, and how much more gas in the tank do you have for your family? And he always makes it a point to, you know, come home and have gas in the tank to, if I didn't work out that morning, like, let's go in the garage and work out together. Nice. Or to play with the kids, or, you know, to do the things at home um, where I see, you know, other other people that I know, they're like, yeah, my dude comes home and just goes to bed, you uh -huh. know? And like Paco always gives us that extra little push at the end of the day. Very so. cool. Yeah. That's awesome. I feel called out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, it's funny you'd say that, Jam, because I wrote after mine when I was reading through the questions, what kind of husband, you know, is Paco? And I'm like, ask myself that question. Right. You know what? what kind of a great question. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. He seems like pretty Nobody good. Got that. You know? <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, I, I ask myself the same thing. You know, what kind of husband am I right. to, to Holly or, yeah. you know, to the kids? Because you, you just have to reflect once in a while and, yeah. and think about it. Yeah, luckily both Jackie and I are in our 60s and neither one of us have any gas <laughs> left at 9 o'clock at night. <laughs> so That's it's all right. good. You do, but it was from dinner? <laughs> <laughs> Depending on what she cooks. <laughs> Speaking of the gym and you and Paco working out, I did see a video. I'm not going to call it a deadlift competition, but Paco deadlifted, I thought, 365? Yes. Yeah, that's that's good weight. Yeah. Nice. Know. He's yeah. only got to lift at one foot, but it's still, <laughs> it's still impressive. I I break my spine trying to lift 365, so nice work. And then Lauren, I saw you deadlifted 225 pounds. Yes. Yeah, I could probably beat you, but <laughs> that's some good weight, too. Yeah, just yeah. to be out there lifting that weight. Yeah. Deadlifting, if you do it right, is really, really good for you. If there was one, there was only one exercise to do, and you could do it the right way, deadlifting would be the way to go. Awesome. Mm -hmm. so, yeah. And why is that? It's just a full body. Cool. You got to engage everything. You're using, you know, a lot of your posterior chain, your hammies, your glutes, your core, your shoulders, your grip strength. Like it just, you know. You, using that big exercise, your body for men is going to release a lot of testosterone naturally. It's just, it'll make you strong all over. So we could start doing that after this podcast. Cool. Uh, I'll start at 50 pounds. Sweet. Yeah, so now <laughs> I've made it's a better note. better than zero pounds. 
So, <laughs> you have made a note. Lauren's taken my job on the podcast and she outlifts me. Okay, so <laughs> let's keep moving on, Jam. <laughs> uh, oh, Elijah needs to use the bathroom. Remember where it's at? Yep. Wash your hands. <laughs> he doesn't even use his hands he just stands like <laughs> that's funny so tell us what was Paco doing before he came to JFW how did he find JFW and what was it like from your point of view when you guys started discussing JFW because I'd imagine it sounds like you're the type of family that discusses everything well <laughs> Okay, so at that point, um, when, well, before Paco came to JFW, he was in roofing. Right. Um, so he had been doing that for a couple years. And uh, he was great at roofing. Um, but we met and I got pregnant pretty quickly. And so we went straight into uh, this, like, okay, planning of the future. What are we doing? Um, all of a sudden, he had told me that he was going to go get his, uh, renew his license, his trucking license to get a CDL. And I just thought it was like something that he wanted to do, but I didn't realize that he was planning on making the shift from roofing to, to trucking or back to trucking because he had done this years ago. Um, and then it was just like in a matter of weeks, like I'm quitting roofing and I'm, I'm going to go into trucking. And there's a company... I can't even remember what it's called right now. But there's another trucking company that had talked to him, but the uh, the the hours were, like, crazy. Like, there was this guarantee that they would, like, pay him even if he didn't work and stuff, but, like, he was going to have to be gone for, like, four days straight or something. Uh -huh. And to me, I was just like, we're about to have a baby. Like, you're not going to be around for this, you know? Um, and then the opportunity at JFW came along and mind you at this point, like I wasn't fully set on this whole trucking thing. Cause I was like, hold on, like you're grown and you're going to switch careers. You've already been here for, you know, X amount of years. Like we have like major family changes coming up. Like you're just going to switch out of, you know, roofing what you've been doing for years. Um, but he was like very confident and this is what he was supposed to be doing. Right. So when the opportunity with JFW came along, another big thing for me is church. So this other company, he wasn't going to be able to come to church. He'd be working Sundays. Right. Um, when JFW came, I knew that it was a godsend because it didn't take up his Sundays, you know, because um, that's a big foundational thing in our family. Mm -hmm. um, that he doesn't have to work Sundays and we can make sure that our kids are in the church. Um, so at the beginning it was terrifying, but I, th over time, I'm like 2000% confident that this is where we're supposed to be at. And I say we, because I'm part of this too. <laughs> sure. Um, so yeah, at, at first it was a little shaky for me, but it, it didn't take very long before I realized like this is. This is the career path. This is the company. And he did mention that he was wanting to, he, at the beginning, he wanted to go over the road. Mm. He was talking about going to North Dakota, to an oil, oil field. field. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> to do that. And I was like, we have too many kids, you know, <laughs> like we have too many kids and you don't want to miss out on, on 
Elijah growing up, you know? Right. Yeah. Um, and fortunately, he's here because I see other companies that don't take care of their employees the way that, you know, JFW takes care. And so being here, it gives him that opportunity to be home every night. Um, I, Wedo, uh, what's his real name? Paco's friend that we just hired. Oh, hired. you said Wedo, yeah. Ricardo. Ricardo. Sorry, I've known him longer than I've known Paco, but I don't call him by his real name. Right. Um, but he was over the road for, you know, the last couple years. And I remember telling him, like, you want to be home with your kids, you know? You want right. to be home with your kids. And you guys offer enough that that's possible, you know? Sure. Sure. Awesome. And then <clears throat> what's been some of the ups and downs for your family since Paco's been here at JFW? I don't feel like we've had major, like, significant downs, <clears throat> like, with the company. Um I would say as of lately, I, I have started to work just because of inflation. Mm. Um, I've been a stay-at-home mom for years, and I've always had my little side hustles, babysitting and doing different things. Sure. Um, but taking on a an actual out-of-the-home job now um, right. and knowing that I need to like maintain that because inflation is just... Nobody can keep up right now. Yeah. Um, Colorado's highest in the United States. Yes, you should vote. Um, Thank you. <laughs> yeah, we can just leave, Jim. No, no, you two. You two got it. I'm like, oh. <laughs> Let Jam keep moderating. Me and you, Dave. Super Dave, we're out. <laughs> but um, no, I, I even think about times. I remember one time, like, he was going to take me for my birthday somewhere and you guys called because he needed to go in for snow crew and he was like, I already have plans with my wife and you guys let him go on his plans with his wife, you know, let, you know, it wasn't like, no, you have to be here. So I think that JFW's actually been really good about, you know, accommodating everything. So we haven't had like major downs. I don't know. I, I, when I think about like over the last few years, like all I can think about is, you know, three percent raise and you know things like that that right. so what's the shame about that three percent raise is <laughs> what is that the ten percent inflation <laughs> yeah. yeah that's exactly it yeah. so we came into the year like hey everybody here's three percent yeah and then it's like fuel and everything just started. Started. <laughs> it was just, just blew up in yeah. everything days. just blew up and yeah. it's just like yeah. wow. can you imagine where we would be if we didn't do that oh man yeah yeah we'd have a lot yeah, of and we're, we hurt. wouldn't be plus 10 right <laughs> agreed you know? right yeah. yeah yeah and i know you're joking lauren but just your quick math or your 10 percent and the three we're seven percent behind right and yeah. it, it, that's bad you know yeah. even if the 10 percent isn't the right figure you know i mean we're yeah. still behind you guys are behind yeah. we're behind you know, it's I, just, we do have a, a very good living wage. I think about the people that are working part time at, you know, I don't know, Home Depot, and then they have a second job and they're working part time for an accounting company or whatever. And both places they're earning, I don't know, $16 an hour or something. And you think, boy, they are working as many hours as us at two or even three jobs mm -hmm. yeah. and can't make it. I always yeah. think those are like single people like they don't have a family they don't have kids they don't have a house payment like they live with a buddy or parents or something like that is but also think, taking right? into account that those part-time those companies are usually keeping everybody at part-time so they don't have to do insurance yes. right and you don't realize the value of health insurance until you need it right, right. yeah 
Yeah, same thing with all insurance, Lauren. It <laughs> seems terrible until you need it. Yeah. You know, I'm paying what a month? And we, then, oh, I need it. You know? We talk yeah. about that all the time because, you know, this year to save money, we raised the deductibles, which for the people that are paying for families, it helped mm-hmm. until you use it, right. right? So then you have that higher deductible. And I just always try and put it in perspective, and I never know whether it helps or not. But I think, oh, my gosh, I have insurance. Well, such and such was just in the hospital for three days. It's a $150,000 bill, and I paid, what, what's our deductible, 5800 $6,800? $8,200. $8,200 out of 150000 I think yeah. that's a pretty good return for eighty two hundred yeah. bucks. If that's, covered that eighty two hundred is the max out of pocket. The deductible sixty three hundred. I mean, you could look at it the same, but I mean, you want to talk about pieces of the pie? I was I was pretty upset, right? Because we switched insurance, and then I took a hit because I needed I needed a surgery this year, right. and I'm like, holy cow! And then I heard one of you two guys say, or maybe you both said it. Sometimes what's good for the masses isn't good for the few or something like that. And I'm like, <laughs> the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few. There you go. So right out of Mr. Spock. Yep. Yeah. The needs of the many <laughs> outweigh you, the needs Newman. of the few. Yes. So, <laughs> I mean, just thinking about that, you know, it's just like, well, I mean, if it's helping everybody more and I took a hit this year, well then. It, yeah. And it? out of curiosity, Jam, what, what do you know what the insurance cost? I'm sorry. What the, uh, <clears throat> what the bill was. I could go back and look, Dave, I want to say it was up around $60,000 in that neighborhood. I know, you know it still doesn't make make you feel better but, paying that. No, but the weird thing is I thought I was going to be 6300 or 8200 out of pocket and after the deals and the the buy downs or yeah, I don't the know reviews I don't know the what the web lies. <laughs> I don't know what they do, but I ended up being out of pocket probably about 4G's. But still I mean, 4Gs yeah. 4Gs. <laughs> I, I mean, here's where Jim and I get frustrated, Jam. And I, I know we've had talks about this many times with Super Dave and, and and you as well. But I mean, so we sit here and go, okay, we just said an hour ago that we pay 5800 bucks. You just paid four, right? right. So now we're, we're 9800 bucks in and it's like, that's still not enough. Nope. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah. oh my gosh. But I mean, I, and I don't know what you had done or whatever, but... I sit back and I look at these hospitals when you walk in. And of course, if I'm sick or have something go on, I want state of the art, right? But some of these facilities you walk in and it's like, this is a Taj Mahal. Right. Right? <laughs> I mean, does it need, do we need to have art and, you know, some of these things? Can we, can we lower some of the costs by some of these other things? Nah. You know, and, I, and I'm getting off in the weeds. But do, I mean, we need, do we need pretty red trucks? <laughs> I mean... I guess when you start looking at it like that. And like, true, true. Know. Yeah, good point. I don't know. It's, huh. I don't know. It's just always something to look at. and you just It's always just the needs, right? You sit there when it comes time to renew every year and we have to yeah. balance it. Because, you know, they love to come to us and go, hey, great news. It's only a 12% increase this year. You know, the average is 16% and you're only getting a 12% increase. And we're like, okay. And I calculate it right quick. And that's like another $72,000. Right. Yeah. They don't come to you and go, hey, good news, it's only a $72,000 increase. Oh, it's only 12%. Holy, you know, and you're like, what happened? How right. did we get here? You know, so then just like Jim is saying, thank God you have it, right? You don't want to use it because then if you do, we're penalized. So when we have people use it and we have six or eight cases of something and you used it, 
Now we're penalized because we're, we're group we're, group insurance. Yeah, we're group yeah. insurance. So our rates go up the next year because we had five out of eighty people use it, and you're like, again, a scam. It's just does it does it cover just regular checkups, you know, and all of that? Almost like, all preventative yeah. maintenance is yeah. free. And and that's, so you go in and, and 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 that's something that our agent that we're switching to just brought up. You know, he said he went in for his his son's annual physical. And the doctor, you know, because his son was 16, 17. Yeah, one or the other, but older. Uh, the, so. Yeah, older, so they asked the dad to step out, mm-hmm. which is kind of unusual. But when they're not littles, right, like Elijah, you, they're, you're asked to leave because it's embarrassing or whatever, you know. So while the dad was out, the doctor gives him his physical, says, hey, how is everything? How are you in general? And he's like, well, my ankle kind of hurts. Well, the minute they did that, the minute that kid said that, that became instead of just a maintenance or a checkup, that became he came there for ankle pain, oh, and they charged wow. him two hundred and fifty dollar deductible. And luckily, I mean, this guy sells insurance. He's like, whoa, 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 whoa! You asked him. We didn't come there for that appointment. He never would have brought it up. He's not in pain. You, you know, and he had to go back and really fight for it. But those are the things where you go through life and you learn you have to be an advocate for yourself, right. and 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 realize, wait a minute, this isn't right. I didn't I didn't call and make an appointment because my son's ankle hurts. I called because he needed a physical. We went in. You asked me to leave the room, and then you ask him. Hey, what's going on here? You know. Yeah. So know. the doctor's visit is just what you pay, whether it's a specialist or it's a forty dollar or thirty dollar doctor's yeah. visit. Whatever they do in that visit is extra. Right. I mean, I go to the skin doctor twice a year, and when they burn something off or do something like that, then they charge you for that. Yep. But an annual checkup is free. And and that's something that is super beneficial especially in the trucking industry you're sitting right all day long yeah back to Paco's midlife crisis with him realizing that like I put on some weight like I you know and it's you need to go get those checkups you need to stay on top of your health it's little things now that don't cost you tons of money later and heart disease or whatever you know what I mean yeah Yeah. yeah that's I mean we just because you're here, Lauren, and you talk about that stuff. So preventive maintenance, you know the, you know with the the women and stuff, breast exams. Yep. And I know they cover like a normal breast exam, but Holly was just went I don't know six months ago or so, and there's a new breast exam out. But when Dave talks about it being a scam, it costs extra money. I don't remember what it was, forty or fifty bucks, but it reads farther inside the breast. Probably a three D. So, I think it is, Dave. Yeah, yeah, something like that. So Holly went ahead, obviously, yeah. and luckily we can afford that. Yeah. You, you know? want the old test and the new test, right? Uh, so, new so part of the little skip. <laughs> yeah, I, that's my what's, point, Jim. What's Jam, it is, cost? Yeah, yeah, I want the new one for my wife also, but right. we had to pay it. But why not? Is that the is the best care offered? Because then, if you do catch it, then you can treat it and save so much more money. Right. Yeah. You know, some of that stuff is just. You know, and I can't say it's political who we vote for, but just some of that mm. stuff is just broken in our system yes. that, you know, why? why? And, and when you're not in that field or you haven't experienced it, you don't know to be an advocate for yourself. No, and that, you, and that you comes with no age, idea, Dave. Right? Yeah. When you, when you experience, experience yeah. and that's age, yeah. Yeah, yeah 20-year-old's not going to know to go in and fight for that, yeah. right? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we've, we've had drivers that don't advocate for themselves. I mean... 
the one driver in particular isn't here anymore, but he, he just got raked over the coals and, you know, put everything on his credit card. And, yeah, it was just a mess. And yeah. it's like, you know, he couldn't get into an appointment for three months. And my wife wouldn't put up with that. She'd be like, we're on our way. You're going to see my husband. <laughs> yeah. You know yeah. What I mean? yeah. I'm sure you, on your door. <laughs> yep, you would do the same for Paco, yeah. I'm sure. So, yeah. yeah. Lauren, what is it like being a, I'm going to call it a JFW wife or family member? Um, well, like you said, I'm actually kind of invested in the company just <laughs> because I, I think the podcast has actually helped that even more because, I don't know, as everybody came in, I laughed. I chuckled after meeting everybody because I know the she voices. She laughed when I came in. <laughs> <laughs> it's just weird because I know all the voices. I just don't know the faces, right, you know? Sure. And I've seen pictures. Paco's brought it up and been like, sure. oh, that's so-and-so. But, you know, it's a group of 10 men. I'm like, right. you guys all look the sure. same in the pictures like that. But actually getting a, a face to every voice is pretty cool. Um, so I listen weekly. And so I feel like... I am part of, you know, the the company and um, I'm invested in what goes on. Sure. Um, I'm invested in, in the culture. So the culture aligns with my values. Mm-hmm. Um, so being a JFW wife, I, I wear, I have a one of these hats and it's white and I wear it every time I coach uh, nice. soccer on the weekends. So I think I wear JFW stuff, you know, I have JFW shirts and um, I make JFW posts sometimes on <laughs> social media <laughs> so and good. all of that. So, uh, because of the family environment, mm-hmm. um, I think that I just, I'm proud to be part of the JFW family, you know? Awesome. That's so, that's so great. What do you think we can do better? Do you have any ideas on how we can improve in a company or since you listen to the podcast so much, how we can improve the podcast? Uh, improve the podcast. Paco and I were actually talking about that this morning. Um, because you don't know the faces, uh, I think that when you put it out on social media, I think maybe catching a picture here or there, you know, or um, some kind of visual mm-hmm. um, of the podcast and yeah. using that to promote it uh, would be... I know that it's for the company, but you're going to get more and more people uh, yeah, outside wanna, of the company we want to reach as many people as we can a couple people brought up a webcast so it would be like this but it's a webcast I just started thinking about editing that would probably be a little more oh, right. difficult or if you think about just doing a webcast like a like recording a little bit and just taking a clip a 10 right. second clip you know right. a sound bite or whatnot, and using that you okay. know could definitely draw more people in okay I like that um, Elijah, you want to say hi to your daddy? <laughs> Do it. Hi, uh, <laughs> Wow, he's a ventriloquist. Right. His mouth did not move. He's <laughs> acting all shy. Right? A lot of pressure. A lot That's of funny. pressure. There's toys in there. Yeah. Um, but improvements, uh, we just talked about health insurance. I think that, you know, that's we're not on the family um health insurance uh just because too expensive it's too expensive yeah Yeah. and i know that you guys are doing as much as you can and so we're just waiting and praying for the day that it becomes more because we have a lot of kids fortunately they're on other things you know on other insurances and stuff but um that 
due to the pandemic, I'm still on Medicaid mm. that I should have lost a long time ago. And right. I don't reapply. They just continue to. But I think that I'll be losing that soon, which means Elijah will be losing his soon. So right. we, we do need to look at, you know, getting on, on the health insurance. And that's going to be a hit, you know, mm-hmm. especially now that I'm working. I'm sure right. that we're going to lose that. So it's going to be a hit and we're going to have to move some stuff around um, to make that work. But as far as a wife perspective, I think that's the only um thing that's difficult for us but also i have to look at it too that like any other company we wouldn't even be i think the more benefits you give the more we have to gripe and complain about (laughs) you know (laughs) like oh that's not good enough whereas like you know the two part-time job person isn't going to get that at all so you know i kind of got away what's what's most uh important so. Yeah, we feel that pain. You know, <laughs> we'll roll out a new program, and then wasn't good enough. Yeah, more. Yeah, but it's it's <laughs> it's so much of all part of being the puzzle, right? right. Putting yes. the pieces together. And the thing is, is you know, I, I just love it because I I say it all the time and everything else. Every piece could be better, though. You know, and 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 you're right. If it's never good enough, but that's what drives people. You know, I'm not good enough at my job. I'm not a good enough driver. I'm not a good enough dad. I'm not a good enough, you know, husband. But that drives me to be better. You know, and it's not like I'm bad. I just know I I could be better. You know, in, in any of that stuff. So yeah, I, I totally I totally agree. And I I guess listening to you, Lauren, you know, part of the stuff that you said is I hope we naturally align with your your mm-hmm. values, and 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 that's with anybody here. That and, and and even if we don't, I hope we can find a middle ground where we still can work together. We just may not have the values. I guess same as being, you know, Republican or Democrat, you know, or or I don't know, Christian or or Jewish. I guess all of that. But you know, can we align? You Jesus, know, Jesus was a Jew. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> See, there, there, there's the whole you know the whole thing, Jim. And we we've talked about that. Yeah. You know, so yeah, absolutely. Speaking of your values, Lauren, how'd you become such an advocate for church events, you know, ministry, fundraising? It seems like you're you're super, super active in all that stuff. Yeah, so um, I just, I think even before church life, before getting saved, before all of Mm -hmm. that, I just have a natural heart to serve. Um, so it kind of just came naturally to me, like in the church. And, um, I think that, you know, there's one side of, uh, my beliefs where, you know, there's going to church and worshiping and doing those things, but also getting outside the walls, um, because there is a whole lot of people who need a whole lot of help. And so, um, how dare I sit back and just watch and do nothing, um, I am obviously a like big advocate for like working hard and doing your part and all mm-hmm. of that, but also like, uh, being humble and realizing that like not everybody was given the same law, you know, mm-hmm. uh, I happened to stumble upon a husband that stumbled upon a great career and all of that. And, uh, we have, so the more that I have, I believe that the more I have to give. Sure. Um, so I enjoy, you know, going out and helping and serving. And uh, I actually enjoy more the, 
the managerial part of it, you mm-hmm. know, like building something and seeing being fruitful in that. Sure. Um, so just, I think, a heart to serve and a heart to give back. Have you ever taken the uh, Enneagram test? No. Do you know what that is? Yes, I know what it is. Okay. I've never taken uh, one. Yeah. <laughs> you should take that see where you're at. My, my wife's, me and my wife are opposite. I'm an eight and a two, and she's a two and an eight. You know, but that just means the eight overwhelms the two, but there's still that in there. Her two overwhelms the eight, but Enneagram two is, is serving, uh-huh. you know, so she also enjoys serving quite a bit. So pretty cool. You got any uh, events you're working on right now? Yes. Um, so we we recognize that uh, Thanksgiving is a big day for everybody to go out and feed the homeless. You know, yeah. everybody goes out and does the turkey thing. Well, I don't know, like at least church-wise, you know, there's a lot of different ministries that go out and they feed the homeless and stuff on Thanksgiving. Um, and we actually had a meeting about it and recognized that like sometimes it's kind of like you're fighting with other churches to get to that person because <laughs> there's so many people with so much food out there. Right. So we decided that we're not going to do that this year. We're going to wait till the day after. And yeah. everybody gets fed on Thursday. So we're going to go out Friday and we're going to do burritos and blankets and um, gloves and we're going to make little bags. So burritos in a bag right. and nice. fill the bags with the turkey burritos. No, I don't think oh. you're going to do turkey burritos. Sometimes those are the best. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so that's our next big thing that we're going to be doing. Okay, great. Very cool. <clears throat> and then you've been you've been an amazing supporter for us on social media. We'll post something. You'll you'll you're not scared to jump in on that post and share how you feel. There's been times where there's been a little bit of pushback. How do you keep your cool with some of the nonsense you see on social media when you're advocating for a cause or for us at JFW? Um, that definitely has come with a lot of growth. I would say a couple years ago, I probably was not uh, <laughs> as humble mm-hmm. on social media. I would say I was pretty <laughs> prideful on social media there for yeah. a while. Um, and actually, Paco and I used to butt heads about that. Mm-hmm. Um, he didn't like the way that I would argue with people and get into, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, so I don't know if he prayed or what, but yeah. <laughs> like, I've definitely <laughs> grown in that area. Um, I remember exactly how it was. Uh, there's a quote that says something about, would you rather be, would you rather win the argument or win the person? Right. And so, um, ultimately truth is truth. And, you know, JFW is a great company. If somebody's going to say that it's not, then that's from your perspective. But let me tell you my experience, uh, cause social media is big and yeah. I know how much it impacts, you know, companies or, you know, people's personal lives or churches or whatever, you know, so what's being spread about companies and, um, on social media is important. Um, so I try not to like get into it with somebody and let them know why they're wrong. But let me just show you why I'm right. I love, what, <laughs> I love that you said, let me tell you what I've experienced because people could say what they want, but when you've actually experienced something or something different, nobody could argue with that. Cause that's, that's your experience. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's good stuff. What brought you to Christ by the way? Cause you're talking about growth and change and how did you become a believer in, um, it's a really long story, but really the deterioration <laughs> of my last 
serious relationship. Um, and actually one of Paco's friends, uh, had invited me to church and I was like, I don't believe in all that. Like I did not believe in God at all. Um, and he took me to church and I went to Flatirons for about six months. And then I went to an event at the church that I'm at now. Um, just a random pastor was coming, not a random, I, followed this pastor online still didn't really believe in god but i knew that like my life was getting better you know Mm -hmm. like it was a good self-help hour on sunday sure um and then that's when i went to this event and that's i knew that god was real after that and went from there um my life used to be a lot a lot different sure a a lot of drugs a lot of prison a lot of uh all of that so Mm -hmm. definitely a big change that Sure. That I've experienced. Yep. So. Awesome. Appreciate you sharing that with us. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I know you've you've grown a lot, but what kind of woman do you wanna be? Where do you where do you wanna keep continuing on to grow? Um yeah. I, I think the biggest thing for me is the core value of family. Um, Paco had mentioned that I want to homeschool and that I want to garden. And I, I see our society going a direction um, that may seem new and shiny and cool with technology and all that. But I think the like real hands-on stuff is getting lost. Uh, when COVID hit, I was like, I'm going to sew all these masks. <laughs> and I watched my mom sew when I was a kid. And I got behind a sewing machine and it looked like the Rocky Mountains. Uh, my <laughs> stitch was horrible. And I was like, man, like I really need to learn how to do this. Um, so I taught myself to sew. Um, gardening, hunting, all the things that... Because I, I, I feel like with our kids nowadays... Uh, if the internet goes down, they won't be able to eat. Right. You know, they wouldn't know how to order from Uber Eats to get their food and stuff. And so what are we really instilling in our children? An ability to to be capable and do for themselves. Um, so I think that that's my, the kind of woman I want to be is somebody that instills those things in my kids, that sure. hard work, that um, my, my best friend's daughter was appalled that she would even... Uh, suggests that she have to wait for the bus in the cold and so i told the boys this morning like you guys are walking to the bus <laughs> you know uh, like you're gonna walk to the bus and i think that that builds character and i think sure. we're i don't know that's i want to build good humans sure you know good yeah. and and their kids right now but with the knowing that the bigger pie is that one day they're going to be adults yeah. so i'm trying to build good adults you sure. know did so, you give them the old word? When I was your age, I walked uphill ten miles with no shoes, <laughs> both ways to school in a right? snowstorm. Yeah. I, I didn't give them that, but because uh, that wasn't. I think that I was a little bit. Um, I come from a military family, so I was pretty well taken care of. Sure. Um, I don't know if you guys heard that quote that strong men build good times and. And, or easy times and easy times create yes. weak men and weak men create bad times and yes. so bad times create strong men exactly yeah. and so I'm trying to maybe not make it such an easy time for my kids <laughs> so that it can build some character in them I'm on board and, with all yeah, that yeah there's a lot of truth to that right oh yeah there's you know? yeah yeah and then you and then you hope you know for and I know your your girls are great and their husbands are great and stuff Dave but that's 
that's where you reach a little bit of the fruit of your work is when you see them as adults, you know, and you and you see them survive, you know, Very thrive, much. you know. Yeah. Uh, I know Dave with Sam, he's so proud of him getting into Purdue for an education, and but he's worked his butt off swimming, you know. Uh, same with you, Jam, and and uh, having having the the karate or the jujitsu in the in your routine building that that person you know and and yeah it's just i agree yeah it's so important yeah i I need to show you the video of fight night the other day so (laughs) fight night fight night intense man fight night's intense buddy so i couldn't believe it it was for for bella or just the whole club well no that was just the parents (laughs) yeah. (laughs) yeah so so i think i've explained this but monday tuesdays and and Thursdays is technique. Wednesdays conditioning, and it's an hour of conditioning. And then Fridays is fight night. So I've seen fight nights, and sometimes I'll start the kids on the ground. Sometimes I'll start them standing up. But they made a circle of all the kids this week, and then they there was four fights. So all the kids got to fight, but then they made this circle, and there was four fights, and they called my daughter for one of the fights, and she had to fight a boy who was explosive and fast and just been doing it longer than her i couldn't believe it she ended up getting tapped out but man she don't give up that kid you know and what i'm hoping when, when i saw that because i had mixed feelings about it like i mean she he, he brought it to her i'll show you the video and then i was like hmm but she got up she walked over sat down and the thing is is in the circle all the kids are yelling and banging on the mats kind of like a schoolyard fight it's yeah. it was intense yeah it was. wow but I want my daughter to be able to face hard things without panicking. Yeah, that's just no, what, no. like Lauren yeah. just said. Yeah, you know, if you could get into a ring of other kids yelling and screaming, waiting for somebody to get tapped out or beat or you fight or, and just from coming from a little bit of a fight background, you know, sometimes you got to go in the ring with somebody you don't really want to, but to be able to go in there and not be scared. You know, maybe she won't be scared about other things that, that come her way in life, mm-hmm. you know, so, yeah. And you don't realize how much those things translate in, you know what I mean? Like, where she's going when she's 28 and going into right. a uh, a business meeting with right. some big some big shots, right. you know, and, right. like, just having that confidence yeah. to go in and do that. Like, those are the things that exactly. translate later. Right. Or more yeah. so when she's 16 or 17 and at a party. Right. There you and go. gets put in a bad position and and <laughs> knows the difference between right and wrong and can do something right. about it. Absolutely, or, yeah. You know, has the, has the security or the knowledge to go? Yeah. Oh, this isn't right. I'm out of here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or try your luck. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know I mean? No. Exactly. Yeah. 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 You're spot on. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So. Awesome. Paco wanted me to ask you this question: How does he drive your personal vehicles? <laughs> hmm. So you were ta- when you were driving down the street. Were you driving your personal vehicle the other day when you saw the on I twenty five? Personal vehicle. Yep. Well, company vehicle, but luckily yeah. it's my personal vehicle. <laughs> yeah. Lauren, well, but. let me just. I don't know how many uh, dings he gets on his camera. I assume it's not a lot because he definitely does not get dings in our car, huh. and it's actually very frustrating. <laughs> um, the other day we were at a, a light and we were going to turn left, you know, and so. You wait to make sure that there's no traffic coming. And there, there was some cars, but they were very far away. <laughs> and he just sat there. <laughs> so when he drives the personal vehicles, 
He stays in the right-hand lane. He uh. drives right at the speed limit or under. Like, he doesn't go around things. Like, good. very slow and controlled. So, I drive the personal vehicles. I drive uh. us around most of the time. <laughs> if not, we, he drives like he's in a semi. Uh. Like, he cannot make a, a left-hand turn very fast, you know? Like, he can't just get in there. He's, like, got to wait because, yeah, he just... So, I, I, I mean, I know that's a funny story, and I can so identify with it, but I have to give Paco kudos because you saw the video. He basically saved yes. that nurse's life. Yes. Oh, yeah. That almost... The, if it wasn't for Paco, that would have been a head-on accident. Mm-hmm. As it was, that nurse just hit his trailer tires, which I know they're tires, but I believe that... That could have saved her life. Yes, absolutely. You know, so I, I, I it's a funny story what you're getting Not, at, but yeah. then I, I kind of have to go to the flip side that thank God he's like that. Yes. Right? Yeah. You know, I mean, those are the things that they're important. Yeah, they are. <laughs> and he always tells me, like, how many accidents have you had? You know? <laughs> and it's <Right>. true. <laughs> but sometimes we got to get somewhere. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But he, he also, it's all, he's been that way since he got his CDL again because he knows that he cannot afford to lose his license. Yeah. That's just what it is. I no, cannot afford to lose it. It we Everything depends on this, you yeah. know? Um, I have a co-worker, actually, who... Um, he does the 25 part-time jobs right now. Um, and he told me the other day, I lost my CDL. I got a DUI and lost my CDL. And so when I come to work, um, usually at 930, he looks tired because he's worked all night at a different job and then come into our job at four o'clock in the morning to open the gym. Right. Um, so and I asked him, why, why, why do you work so many little jobs like this? And he is like, seven more months and I can get my CDL back. And so I had to go home and tell Paco, like, I apologize for always critiquing your driving. I understand. <laughs> I see now what life would be like if you lost your CDL, you know? Sure. I got some news for your friend that for us and our insurance requirements, that DUI is going to have to be three years old before for that comes. So he many was companies, a- yes. At an oil rig, I guess. So he's not really driving, but he has to have the CDL to keep that job. Mm. But I don't know if he's going to go back to that or mm-hmm. whatnot. Child, stop. No. <laughs> I forgot that truck made that noise. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not cutting that part out. I love that. I love that. Yeah. Child, stop. <laughs> That's funny. He got, he got comfortable now. Ah, it's all good. Yep. yep. <clears throat> all right. Any? Uh, I know you kind of talked about what you got going on for Thanksgiving. Do you have any other shameless plugs you want to plug before we move on to the next winner of a hundred dollars? If you need a gym, which you probably all do, <laughs> zone like athletic club. <laughs> I can go. I can go. Amen. Hallelujah. You know you're right. Was that a fat joke? <laughs> no, it's a. You guys sit all day long if you're trucking. So absolutely. Zone Athletic Club or Prestige Fitness? Why? Why one or the other? We're the same company. Oh, gotcha. And yeah. where where are you guys located at? Uh, my gym is in Southlands. We have eight different locations. So we have one in Lakewood, one in Aurora, Centennial. So. Um, What's so great about your gym? where i work 
good answer. Uh, it's not like Vasa where there's going to be 700 people trying to get seven dumbbells. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can always get into, you know, it's not overly packed. It's not overly um, populated. Booked so, or something, yeah. Yeah, so we get people all the time that come in there like, my 45-minute workout took me two hours over here. I can't. Right. <laughs> but what if, what if people keep coming to Zone? Won't that happen there too? We're working on that. We're, okay. we'll, we'll get bigger. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. Okay, Zone or Prestige. I like it. Jim, do you want to add anything else before we move on, Lauren? No. Okay, you'll still have more opportunities, but in case you think of anything. You want to announce winner number three. Yeah, absolutely. And really, big thank you again to David Gayton for whoever wins this $100. <laughs> make sure you thank David Gayton. He's part-time, but uh, we'll make sure you know who he is. Yep, yep. And maybe one of these threes, three will donate for next week. You maybe all three. D- yeah, yeah. You just never know. You right? never Have you guys know. considered doing like a rolling pot? That's what we just did. Yeah. No, yes. no, no. I'm saying like it's still two winners, but... Oh, just bigger amount? Yeah. Oh. Okay, don't announce that one. We'll give each one of the other ones on your 50 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> Depends on who wins next week, right? Or this right. week. Yeah. We may have to do that, Lauren. Yeah. Right. So the so the third winner for, for this week, uh, last to your driver's license, sounds like the other numbers, but it's not. So 0417. 0417. Good deal. Man. Can't wait to get the text messages later. <laughs> so Gilly did have uh, another question, and probably should address this as well. <clears throat> Can you touch on what everyone thoughts on the diesel shortage and the government saying there's less than a month of supply of diesel? Have you guys heard that? I, I have not heard that, but I know no. you posed that question, so I sent it out to our fuel supplier, which... <clears throat> they're pretty responsive. We buy just a little bit of fuel. And I love it. He was just told the only thing uh, that he's heard are conspiracy theories. Yes. <laughs> and uh, yeah, basically, uh, it, it, there's just nothing locally as far as a shortage. I mean, they're always pushing the maximum of their capacity, right? Right. So if there were a breakdown in Suncor or something, or, you know, if there's some people here that are on the city council for Commerce City that want Suncor closed, there's going to be a shortage. Right. Yeah. And you won't be able to fly out of Denver anymore. And there's going to be a whole sort of issues that come with it. Yep. Sounds like a problem. But it does also sound like a rumor as far as what Gil is referring to. Because somebody else came yeah. down and was like, hey, I heard we're going to be out of diesel. What do you mean the whole country is going to be out of diesel? Like, right. It's just a little bit far-fetched. So, right. Gilly, we, we don't believe that. So I guess that's how we'll address that. Yep. But there, I mean, just quickly, there are real issues, though, uh, you know, on the political side of that that's driving the higher prices mm-hmm. is we're not allowed to build new refineries because of regulations. There's not any uh, repair of some of the refineries going on. You know, like Dave mentioned quickly, a lot of people are against Suncor being there which a lot of the stuff like they're polluting the creek right here, it's cleaner after Suncor than before Suncor, which has nothing to do with them. You know, we do export a certain amount of uh, fuel to to Europe, um, X amount of gallons. You've heard that the president, our current president, had to release our reserves. We are depleting our reserves, which I am so against because that doesn't make us... Uh, uh, 
an, an amazing country because we were self-sufficient, okay? There, there are real problems well, going on. It puts on. us on the brink of what if. Right. It, right. Does, I mean, it does put does us on the brink of running what, out. Yeah, does anyone know yeah. what the reserves are for? I mean, in what case, they were created for. In case we run out. No, well, well, in case we're attacked, us, yes, right. we have a reserve for our military to always have fuel. There we go. To and those defend our and, the, and those reserves have been there. Uh, you know, please correct me, but since the 1940s, or exactly or, that, yep. that one of the presidents put in place. So yep. right now, our current administration is depleting our reserves that we've uh, had in there for 90 some years. That makes me so. Well, mad. let's put it this way: the last administration filled it to capacity. Right. <laughs> right. And so, yeah, there. Politically, there's things going on, and then the the conspiracy theories start. But there is there is a problem with what's going on. You know, I I do know that, and it's been said over and over that we are the cleanest country in all of the the world right now. We're leading that, but we're leading that at at the demise of how we live. Energy, energy. When we could be doing a lot of things. I mean. Uh, I listened to the debate last night, and I know I happen to know that Joe O'Day stated some facts very well on what what we could do so that we're not energy dependent or to get get us that. But we don't have the technology to do that, and we're pushing in the wrong areas to to do that. To be not to be, we have the ability to be energy independent. Yes, we don't have the ability to be green, a hundred percent green energy independent yes with then that leads you to energy dependency or exactly. non-energy i mean dependency. here's the big hiccup we have all this ability to to be energy independent to create our own oil create our own fuels all of that and with our restrictions we could do it out of every country the cleanest but we're that country that's going to go buy it elsewhere and let them dirty their shoebox and screw up our atmosphere because we all share the same atmosphere those other countries don't have the rules and regulations that we do. So when they create oil, how much are they contaminating the earth versus us bringing our oil up and having our own clean energy created cleanly, right? Just because yeah. of our restrictions, which is which is good, right? Why why should we sub out a job and have it done shitty that hurts our, our people? And when we could do it here and do it the right way and be twice as clean. Because we, we, if it's not perfect, we throw the baby out with the bathwater. Yeah, know? yeah. Everybody's like, well, we're not, it's not green enough. Right. Yep. It's right. not yeah. lime green. I don't I, know. Extra green. I mean, so. I'm pretty sure I talked about it last week, right? CMEX, that uh, you know, new customer that we're all in for, they went to the city of Boulder and said, hey, we can go 100% solar. We, mm -hmm. can, we will eliminate any energy use whatsoever. We will be 100% green up here. And Boulder looked at him and said, well, we don't want to see all those solar fields. And yeah, all ugly. of Boulder's solar energy is in Greeley. Yeah. It's like, ah, oh, come on. What yeah, you so you're exactly right, Lauren. <laughs> For Boulder, that wasn't green enough. Yeah. Even yeah. though they could be really green. It's not green enough. It's green, but I don't want to see it. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I need concrete. other side. Yeah, I need concrete, but I don't want to see how it's made. Right. Mm -hmm. Right? I need clothes. I need food, but I don't want to see the trucks on the road delivering it. All right. So, yeah, lots of, ah, I'm getting started. Sorry. <laughs> Go vote. Safety topics of the week. We're going to talk about dumping procedures because we do have a new CMEX job going on. And those guys are very, very safety conscious. Not that we're not, but they are 
they have a different safety culture up there, <clears throat> and it's just very, very safe. <laughs> so, Super Dave, you want to talk about dumping procedures? It's very strict, which I think is putting the fear into us because overall we're very safe. We train people to look out the back windows when we dump. We train them to uh, watch the saddle, whether it moves side to side. We train them to put the trailer down after only a stage and a half. And I believe me, I've sat on job sites watching people send it up three stages and look at it like, hmm, that's leaning a little bit, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I think the big thing is to, number one, set up correctly. Look where you're dumping before you back in there because you can't really see it when it's behind you. So when you're driving in, spot where you're going to park, you know? Another thing is always use that back window. Brother Dave, you've said it for 30 years as long as I know. If you look out your back window when you're dumping, you'll never tip a trailer over. Absolutely. But I think also, too, make the choice before it's too late. And and I in the years I was training, I always said a stage and a half, which is about five feet, six feet off the saddle. If you think it doesn't look good or it's came out of the saddle a little crooked or it's going up a little bit crooked, that's the point to put it down and move. Yeah. To you start right over. Away. You know, once you go up three and a half stages, it's too late. Yeah. So make that choice. You know, make sure it's perfect before you go up any higher, you know. Other than that, I don't know what this material is like. I don't know how it dumps. I don't know. I've heard stories that it's sticky when it it gets wet. Yeah, I think it's more like a a crusher fine, Dave. You know, inside of your trailer being wet, the crusher fines are going to stick. It doesn't slide like a sand. You know, that kind of gotcha. stuff, Dave. So yeah, it's a road to, base, yeah. Yeah, be very careful then. It's not yep. going to just slide out like a load of three-quarter rock, right? Yep. you know? Yeah, and the, and the thing is w- with them, and they've stated it several times to us, and they're independently insured, so they, they're a big enough company that they've been able to take the next step instead of dealing with the... You know the brokers and stuff like that they've made the step to be an independently insured so that means you're even more vigilant on your safety because it comes strictly out of your pocket you bet okay so let's say you know god forbid we go over and tip over at brannon all right brannon's going to work with us we're going to pick up the mess hopefully nobody gets hurt you know we we've lost a trailer or whatever we tip over there we're done we don't we don't go back we don't go back to holland we don't do we're kicked out their insurance company will not allow it. That contract is done. And, you know, I know we've just started hauling it today, but hopefully it's a it's a good haul. It's priced well. It's a year-long work. It's all through the winter, all that kind of stuff. We mess up and tip over. We're done. We've lost all of that. There is no second chances. I think that's what's made us nervous about this is, you know, we've, we can work through everything with Brannon. The, the, you're just done. Yeah. So everybody has to keep that in mind. If we if we make a mistake up there, and it could be bending your bumper on the block, they may take it that we're not safe. Kick us out. That's mm-hmm. that's the that's the safety we're talking about. We hit something on their scale with one of our mirrors. It's a I don't know what he mentioned, Dave. Eight thousand dollar comp- eighty thousand eighty thousand yeah. dollar kiosk on the side of that where yeah. we drive past we, with the mirror. You know they finally put up big bars, Super Dave. I know you haven't been up there. That you smash your mirrors before they you smash their eighty thousand dollar computer. Well, there is no reason to smash your mirrors, smash the box, smash the bars. We we can't screw up. It's just, and I think that's what's it's made me nervous. And this is what we do every day. So yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. We dump. I mean, we have ninety six trucks. I guess a fair average is four loads a day. 
So that's almost 400, 400 loads, loads a, a day. day. We we dump out and do it well and without any incident. But here we are. We're going to haul 20 loads a day up there, and we're scared. Yeah. Yeah. Which which is good. Yeah. Uh, you know, yep. which is good. Yeah. That it's way just good to talk about. Hopefully right? we won't become but, complacent. Yeah. And we need to bring it up at every plant. Yeah. You know, I mean, we need to. It, those are basics. Basics that you need to talk about every day. So using that back window, you know, making sure when you load out of the bin that you're not heavy in the nose and just all those different items that we run into on a daily basis. Yep. So Yeah, complacency is, is an evil. You right. know, and it doesn't matter whether you're dumping uh, a load or you're driving in your car. Paco doesn't want to become complacent, <laughs> yes. you know, when he's driving. And I love that too, Lauren, because my wife, Jackie, is exactly the same way. She's like, we need to get there, you know. And, <laughs> and I'm like, you know, listen, do you want to drive? <laughs> <laughs> my my wife's come over to to our side. She's improved her driving quite a bit, and she watches her following distance and stuff. Still a little fast for my liking, but you know she's she's come a long way. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. I think it's just a matter of like having the character to operate in excellence every time. Like that's yes. just. Like being intentional about every single thing, and I, I listen, you know, so I know about this job, you know, that you guys are starting. And, <laughs> of course, you do. Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> and I, 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 so like the most fit people in the gym, every rep is with intention. Yeah. Every rep is with excellence. Every <clears throat> rep is, you know, like with focus. So every load has to be the same way. Huh. You know? Lauren, I like to say a couple things. One is the way somebody does one thing is the way they're going to do everything. There you go. So if you half-ass one thing, you're probably going to half-ass a lot of things. The <laughs> I, other thing, I leave the shopping cart out wherever yeah. I want. Man. The other thing I like <laughs> to say, gym-related, is you could tell a lot by a man's life by how deep he squats. <laughs> right? Paco. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you ain't squatting all the way down then you're probably not doing everything a lot of things all the way how are you wiping your butt wow (laughs) that's how i feel about the people who leave the weights out at the gym if you don't put that away then i'm sure you don't wipe your butt very well Uh, hopefully they never mind (laughs) there's a reason they call it half-assed yeah Yeah, no doubt what did one butt cheek say to the other Soup, save us here. You want to hit us with the high road hauling? Sure, I'd love to. I really, really like this one. And it's kind of odd how sometimes they align with the podcast in general. We have been speaking of being fearful or having courage. Um, I love your story about Bella, Jam, because that courage she's developing now will will last her well throughout her life. Oh, yeah. I hope so. Um, You know, my son-in-law recently lost his mother, and and the courage that takes to to deal with everyday life and the reminders and everything like that, that takes a great amount of courage. And that is not to be um, associated with fearlessness. Um, This little article I've got here is great because it, it shows you that they do go. Excuse me, they do go hand in hand. So if you're like most people, you probably equate courage with fearlessness. But that's a false analogy. In fact, courage is taking action in spite of your fear. Courage is is the willingness to respond fearlessly despite the anxiety and worry that might be tugging at you. 
One of the best ways to be courageous is to understand that you're afraid, uh, what you're afraid of, and then refuse to allow fear to paralyze you. Because if you let it, fear has the power to stop you from moving forward, taking risks, and making the most of any opportunity. Being courageous allows you to take chances, pursue your dreams, and get what you want out of life. If you've been struggling with fear and want to feel more courageous in your life, there are a number of ways you can exercise your courage muscles and take the most and make the most out of every situation. And here's an overview of what you need to know about courage. Being more courageous in your life will help you respond appropriately to risks and accomplish positive things in your life. But it takes work to move beyond your fears. In fact, being courageous is about thinking things through, examining the risks and rewards, and acting in spite of the fear that inevitably sets in. What's more, courage gives you the power to chase after things that are important to you. It, al it also bolsters your self-confidence and allows you to believe in your abilities. Likewise, it's important that you realize that courage is not the absence of fear. In fact, feeling fearful is healthy because it causes you to slow down, evaluate the risks properly, and never beat yourself up or assume you are not courageous if you feel fearful. To be courageous means that you're able to act in spite of being fearful. So here are some of the benefits of courage. Being courageous in the midst of fear can help build self-confidence. Embracing courage allows you to see the world from a different perspective. Making courage a part of your life equips you with the ability to empower others to do the same. Choosing to step out of your comfort zone and be more courageous makes you a more well-rounded person and broadens the experiences you have in your life. Being courageous makes you a more successful person because you're more likely to pursue your dreams and seize opportunities as they present themselves. And embracing courage and incorporating it into your life will increase your sense of happiness. Confidence or courage? Courage comes first. Most people assume that it is confidence that helps them start new things and confidence that keeps them going. It is really courage that allows you to start things and confidence builds after continually doing something. something. Confidence is an outcome. Courage is the secret sauce that allows you to act despite your fears, failure of loss, rejection, or looking foolish. If we wait for more confidence to start something, we might end up waiting for a long time or forever. And uh, I love this quote, and it comes from a very unlikely source, but the scariest moment is always just before you start, and that is so true. After that, things can only get better, and that was spoken by Stephen King. Love it. Yep. Good stuff. Good, Good stuff. Yeah. I'll, <clears throat> I'll jump in there because I, I want to be sure everybody knows that Super Dave creates those High Road Hollands. <laughs> I was just wondering that. He, I was like, where does he copy paste he, that from? <laughs> <laughs> he, he may copy paste some snippets, but I mean, the majority of those are all his. And gosh, Dave, over the years, I, I know you've said how many you've done. I think you've... 251. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was a few podcasts ago, Jim. <laughs> I think that was last week. Yeah. I, <laughs> I Yo. just yeah for my final thoughts Dave I just want to thank you for those cuz yeah. they're they, it is funny how they do fall in line and, a lot of times and and rarely is there any correlation prior 
You know what I mean? It's not like you sit down and go, oh, this is what the podcast is about. I'm going to do this, right? Because, right. I mean, let's face it. We get the podcast like the night before or the morning of or whatever. And, that, Sometimes. and that's not at a fault of jams. It's like, hey, does anybody have any information? And a day will go by. Mm-hmm. And, you know, all of a sudden, all right, hey, we got the podcast tomorrow, right? We got to get that done. And no. I guess I'm just, you know, and I've said this before, and I'm sure I'll leave people out, but like we talked about it, the anniversary for three years for Ray Ray, and I said he always makes me laugh. You know, the 16 years for Mikey always makes me laugh. We just did 30 years with Super Dave, and he always mm-hmm. makes me laugh. And I just, <laughs> just, I mean, like that chuckle right there, Jim, uh, it's fun to come to work. Oh, yeah. Do we deal with some shit sometimes? <clears throat> Absolutely. But, I mean, for the most part, what a what a great environment, you know? And, and, I, and maybe I'm spoiled, you know? Maybe I don't get to see all the bad or some of the BS we have to deal with or whatnot, you know, and I don't know. I'm just happy for that. And I'm thankful for that. So those are my final thoughts. I'm a piggyback right off of of there, Dave, because at my church, when you volunteer, you meet in this room and when you're walking out, there's a sign and it says, can you believe we get to do this? (laughs) And that's, that's how I feel about coming to work at JFW every day, doing this podcast, you know, working with an amazing group of people from, from the owners to the other leaders to the drivers to the wash bay to, I mean, there's not anybody I can't go to in in, in this company and have a laugh with, mm-hmm. and I make fun of them all. So <laughs> <clears throat> I'm just going to piggyback off of that and say thank you as well. Yep, that's awesome. And just piggybacking off of that, that's one thing. One, one more thing about my husband. Uh, the other day our fridge started to go out, and he always puts me in check because I was like, wait, oh. The, the fridge is going out. Like, what are we going to do, you know? And I thought that he was getting frustrated that because it was like 7 o'clock in the morning. And so he, like, goes and starts pulling the fridge out to to work on it. And so I told him, like, babe, I love you. And he's like, I love you too. And I was like, don't be frustrated. And he was like, I'm not. And he was like, I, I get to fix my fridge. I'm blessed to have a fridge to fix, in a house to fix, you know? Mm. And so having that mentality, you know, with – with your job and whatnot, like that's this huge. Company is a blessing, you uh, know. That's huge. Yeah. Well, th- thank you, Lauren, and you, mm-hmm. you, you have a great laugh. Also, Dave brings that up. That it's you have a beautiful laugh. So that's, that that's awesome too. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. There's so much you can be thankful for. My my closing thoughts when we were talking about a puzzle is um, when I was on vacation recently, I was messing with my phone. And, and my oldest daughter, Danielle, that I've talked quite a bit about, she's like, Dad, why don't you have your icons Hi. here and that? And, you know, and she set me up these icons that were like travel and work and entertainment. And one of the entertainment, she goes, do you do TikTok? And I'm like, no, I don't have TikTok. I'm Instagram. She goes, I can't believe you don't have TikTok. And, you know, she puts TikTok in the, in the deal. So I clicked on it and, and, you know, you got to kind of wade through the stuff that first shows up on TikTok that's meant for a, you know, a 54 or 58 year old man and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And you're like, okay, let's get past this. And I'm like, I asked my other daughter, how do you get other stuff to show up? And she's, you know, start searching on it and, and it'll start to populate on what's interesting. And so I'm, I'm looking for different stories or, or something that inspires me. And, and there's a lady on a TikTok the other day that, she happens to be a barber is the gist of the story. And she says she's blessed with her job because of the different people she meets. And she would never meet most of the men that come in and what they're, because they're from all walks of life. Everybody needs a haircut is the gist of it. And the guy tells a story of that he believes with God that, you know, if, if you're doing a puzzle, you can go to the store and go, oh, 
I want I want to make a picture of dogs. And there's your puzzle. There's a picture of it. This is how many pieces are in it. And blah blah blah. He kind of believes, and I, I don't. I didn't understand from the from the video there of why four, but he believes that God gave him was it five, Lauren? If you, if you've seen it, but but he gave him like four boxes. But there's no pictures of the puzzle, okay? And there's no way how to put it together. There's no nothing. There's just all these pieces. And his his kind of take on it and, and what she got from his story was that, you know, as he's putting all the pieces together through your whole life, you're searching of what this piece fits here and this piece fits there and, and different stuff. And sometimes it's the wrong pieces. And how she ended up telling the story at the end of it was that, he found that a lot of times he has to share his pieces with other people to make their puzzle complete. Ah. Yes. And I found that so, that piece of it, piece, <laughs> puzzle, kind of <laughs> funny, but no pun that, intended. No pun intended, right? That, that, you know, with all of you people, all of the, all of our family, I need your pieces. But I hope at some point I can share some of my pieces with you guys and, and make you complete and build your puzzle. So I guess my take on it is all of us should stop being so selfish. And, and like you guys just all said, how Super Dave's High Road Holland always plays in, maybe you should have the courage to share your piece with other people to tie Amen. it into Dave. So that's... That's that's my story for the week. Let's go. That's my that's my closing argument. Sue, <laughs> <laughs> so? I I don't know what to say. That is so true, Jim, and that is uh, very very special words about sharing your puzzle with others because yeah. your puzzle won't ever be complete without that. Right, Dave? Yeah, I just I don't know. It's it was, good stuff. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah. Lauren, do you know our creed by heart? No, I've been uh, practicing, but. <laughs> 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 we, we we cheat. We have to we have to read it too. I don't. <laughs> no, Dave. But you're well practiced. I'm very well practiced. Yes. You you've pra- you've put that puzzle together. Uh, yeah. well, right, are we ready? Let's hit it. Let's do yep. it. Together, together we face and overcome all that stands before us. Together we are accident free. Together we joyfully create honest value for those we serve. Together we celebrate our differences and respect those with whom we work. Together we are accountable for our words and our actions. Together we are the JFW family. All right. Good stuff. Thanks, everybody. Thanks Have a great week. Make sure you collect your hundo. Have a yep. great week. Thanks, Lauren, for joining us. Yeah, Thank, you for Thank you for inviting me. It's a good Thank podcast. You.